My name is Mr. Candy. My, what a nice looking group of students. Who can tell me what I'm holding in my hand? Uh, your nads? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. I cannot say a word. Why can't you say a word, Bruce? I have to be PC this episode. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. Yes, see? All the hate mail, huh? Yeah, that's getting bad. Yes. This is episode 63, Revenge of the Pink Panther, which I honestly don't remember the plot. I don't either. I don't remember. I know that Dreyfus was back after he died at the end of the previous movie, which made no sense. None at all. I think it lost me at that point. Yeah, it did lose me. And then to, this is the second to last one he's in? No, this is the last one that he was in, that he was actually well, alive. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But we have guests. We have guests. We have two guests. Intros are now in order. We have Adam Lefkoff and Escher Lefkoff. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey guys, thanks Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks for having us. I used to play football, but now I'm just Escher's dad. That was my original idea to announce you just Escher and Escher's dad. You know, I got that from uh, Ethan Blonder. Uh, do you guys remember Ethan yes. back in the day? Yeah. Oh, yes. He, uh, his dad used to post back in, you know, RGP days, and uh, he would always post as Ethan's dad, and so I kind of stole it from him, Ethan being the first uh, Wonder Kid. So, how did you gentlemen... Get in this beautiful hobby. I don't know. That's where you went away first. We start at the end and work our <laughs> <Yes>. way back. <laughs> so I, like I got into pinball because I grew up with it. We had a couple games in the in our basement when I was born, and I started uh, looking over the playfield and drooling on the playfield when I was two years old. He doesn't remember that part. I that's how yeah, I always how tell it. Always... So <laughs> yeah. Yes, lots of drool on the uh, on the playfields, like so schmutzy you can't even see the flippers. Yeah. <laughs> like that that amount of 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 uh, playfield, you know, gunk. Yeah. Good job, son. <laughs> <laughs> I could reach the flippers when I was three. Three. What's, what's like your first memory? Like true memory of playing? my very first true memory is when I got to the Simpsons wizard mode not actually the full thing the uh mystery spot where you have to cross your hands and my arms were not long enough to cross my hands so i had to play normally <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah. he was uh he was three at the time i actually have video i have to go and find it i keep telling people i have video and it's buried somewhere but uh his little arms couldn't reach the buttons crossed and so he tried to play it normal have you, have you ever tried to play mystery spot where like you think all right i'm gonna flip left to go right it, you can't do it, yeah. and can't you can just it. see the flippers out of sync. It's it's quite quite funny. <laughs> yeah, I think you're actually in a diaper too playing. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like nothing on but your diaper, and you're just playing. And that's, but yeah, three, that's years, old, three years old, getting the mystery spot. You know, that's uh, very impressive, sir. Very impressive. I, you got Alien Invasion in that game too. I mean, I it was did. a solid, you know, probably 60, 70 million games. So mm-hmm. for a three year old, it seemed like he had some potential. Ah, uh, yeah. So. I don't know what, where it went wrong. For yeah. <laughs> Do you remember your first expo? Uh, I remember a little bit. Right. I remember a little bit of pin brawl and uh, the stuffed animal I won for taking second place. In the uh, kids' tournament? In the, 
toddlers <laughs> the toddlers that's right yes. uh i took him to expo when he was four was his first expo and that was back the uh the real pin brawl the four-player true team with you know cause and and josh running it you guys playing that yes we are actually are we are winners oh yeah what'd you guys win we won division uh, d d something I, I remember picking a lot of eight ball deluxe <laughs> That's uh, it's funny. I, the very first time I went uh, with 2006 with uh, Escher was actually the second year uh, in 2007. I played with the Carols uh, here of Lions Classic Pinball, and we were in the D division. D as in uh, what's a good dandy, dandy. Yeah, oh dandy, Dipsy Doodle in honor of the big Pittsburgh Pinball Open this weekend. They have a Dipsy Doodle uh, in their main bank. Actually, that's oh probably a first. That is a first. Yeah, I think. Certainly a circuit first. <laughs> Uh, but so we were in the D division and we won it. Um, and we got one of those giant, enormous trophies where they spent the, whatever, $50,000 on entries and bought those trophies. (laughs) They are so heavy. (laughs) No cash prizes, but really cool trophies. Yes, I agree. Totally. And it wasn't just the players (laughs) that got trophies. They would have the, the the best best game, the best game. Right. Yeah. And the MVP points back when I remember those used to count for whoppers way back in the day. Like half of my uh, original whoppers were MVP points. Damn. Which, you know, doesn't make any sense on a team competition because you, you have to beat the other person on your team to, you know, get the most amount of points. So all the best players, you know, the Elwins and, and Neil Schatzes, they would, you know, trade off wins and none of them would ever get the MVP. So it was a little little hokey, <laughs> but that's how, the, that's how they used to roll back in the day. Of course, a lot of the folks listening now probably don't remember the good old days. Like us old farts. Oh, God, I'm so old. I've got to remind you. I mean, I'm, I'm 50 and I feel old. Uh, yes. But uh, that's like a young spring chicken to you guys, right? You guys are. I'm in 46. Older. I'm 46. Wow. Wow, really? Bruce, you're older than I thought. Oh, I, he's, a, he's a lot lot younger than I thought. What's that mean? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> My damn walker. I'm going to get my damn walker out. <laughs> Not the age. It's the miles. It is the miles. So, uh, but, we, but we digress. We were, we were, Escher, you were telling us uh, how you got into pinball. Yeah. So after I went to Expo when I was four, I just wanted to go to more tournaments. And I went to my first pop-up when I was seven, eight? You were seven or eight, I think. Seven or eight. Uh, and I and, set your expectations low because yes. back then that was still juniors was still like, you know, 40, 50 guys. And it was the full you have to do a pop a ticket uh, yeah. like like the uh, like the big kids. And I qualified first. Yes, you were that you had a you had an amazing ticket. Yeah. Fifty dollar top ball. Yeah. Good job. And uh, I ended up winning. I beat Joshua Henderson in the. Finals on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, yeah, that was the Wheel of Fortune year. We have a Wheel of Fortune, so that was really nice to see that in the finals, bank. Yeah. And I knew how to play it. And... It was funny. The year after that, I was talking to the organizers, and it's like, you know, it's great that the kid division, that they rolled in new games for the kid division back then like they did for the A, B, and C. Uh, and it's like, you know, it's kind of unfair because other than Joshua Henderson uh, and Escher and maybe one or two other players, most of the kids – it's not like they're going to know that, you know, they played these games all weekend long to qualify. And then you switch games on them. You know, it's hard enough as an adult to figure out how to play those games. But it just seemed a bit much for the kids. And so from then on, they started using the same bank 
that you qualified on in finals so that at least the kids would, you know, they could learn the rules uh, and have a chance. And then, of course, they started doing the senior division on the same bank. Uh, split flippers as well was added in. But, uh, yeah, your first Papa, that was still yeah. – it was only A, B, and C divisions. And uh, third – I think they had just added the third uh, classics, Thursday classics. Yeah. I think so, that yes. Was, there, uh, yeah, they, that was the year they added it. I remembered because you're like, oh, let's get uh, that we, on Thursday. We naively thought, oh, Thursday, it'll be nice and quiet. You know, we can – play classics and not have to wait in lines and for well, that that didn't pan out that no. uh, Thursday classics I think were the is the worst line there is still yes. is and it doesn't seem like no matter how many games they add right they could have a bank of 50 50 classic games and we're still going to wait six or seven deep yep. <laughs> but uh, that's good that's a good thing for competitive pinball to have yeah. that many people interested yeah. totally agree so uh, so yeah, you won you won juniors, and then I took third in Northwest. That was a big moment. After. Yes, that was it was big. I got some good fortune. I was back when uh, it was uh, the old Papa style in the finals, where if one person on the other side twelve, you could get through clean with three people in your group could get through three, like three people in your group could get through clean, and. I got through clean with four points. Which is, that's unheard of. Not yeah. even a tiebreaker, but to get through clean to the finals. Yeah. Wow. And to get to the finals, I was 17th for a long time. That's right. And he went to, Escher went I to bed because he was tired and worn out. And it's like, son, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to bleed up. You you need to come back and try. And he's like, no, I've, I've tried my best. I'm done. And then through, you know, the pinball gods stretched out their hand and performed a miracle. And Dave Stewart, on his last game, had a huge score on a game that Escher was already ahead of him, but below the guy on in 16th place. Yeah. And so Escher magically made it into 16th when all the dust settled uh, after, you know, the last game was put in. And he got in. And, and then he parlayed it into a Final Four yeah, appearance. I, I could have won. I just could have. Yeah, yeah I hit, you did all right. Yeah, you got screwed in Congo, but you know that That's happens. Okay. It's pinball. Pinball. It is pinball. Wow. Uh, I, I okay. feel so. I feel so bad the way I play now when I hear you two play. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> oh, that's not true. I, you, you, uh, you, you do just fine. Everyone does just fine. You try your bestest, Bruce. My bestest is not as good as his. I still believe in you. Oh God! Well, that's you know a lot of people could say that now. Uh, you know, a lot of kids these days are, uh, especially when they grow up doing it. It's so it all comes natural to them. Right? We've been Escher's been alley passing since he was four years old, and I sort of didn't make a big deal out of it. It's like, yeah, son, just shoot the ball over into that channel, uh, and he does it now without really thinking, and it's uh, it's really nice. Uh, yeah. When adults are all, oh, I'm so scared of the alley pass. Uh, there's nothing to be scared of. Just no, never fear the alley pass. Uh, and did anything since uh, well, Northwest? Yeah. So Have you done anything else, or is that that's pretty much the end of it? Oh, isn't yeah, it? I guess. <laughs> You mean my papa when I did good? Oh, no, that's right. <sighs> yeah. I guess and then a couple of more years, I think it was two you had that more years. Pinberg, you had a Pinberg run. I had the Pinberg run, which I had the most intense game of my life on Dracula. That was a, but, a tiebreaker from the quarterfinals to get to the semifinals. Uh, Dracula against... Steve Bowden and Jason Mordrick. A couple schlubs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. Yeah. 
No, nope, never heard of those guys. Never heard of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're both at. PPO. They're both playing at PPO right now yeah. as we speak. Yeah, I know. And, uh, I hit, did a triple stack and I got 850 million. Yeah, it was a pretty and crummy then, triple stack. Really. I know, it really was. <laughs> and then Jason. Uh, yep, Jason, Jason was chopping wood. He and, got to like 600 million, right? And he had uh, coffin yeah, was, lit, yeah, lit he, on he the flipper. So one shot to, to double stack. And, and uh, then Bowden plays. Three or four double stacks can never get the triple and misses me by. 50 he was million? no, no, no. He was he was lower score, but he had more opportunities, especially yeah. on balls one and two, where he just couldn't bring in that third multi ball at the same time, and yeah. it's, you know, it's such a huge thing on Dracula. But yeah, that's uh, that's was, one of the great Dracula games. I was the, I was, I was uh, rooting for you in that one. Oh really? Yeah, just a little bit. So. <laughs> and that wow. was that was on the stream too, if I remember. That's, uh, that's yes, you can yep. go and look that up on the uh, on the uh, interweb there. They uh, they have that one. Uh, it has quite a few views. So uh, I go back and watch it occasionally. You got an inlane, actually, right before you started your triple stack on ball three. Uh, so that ball goes out lane. There's a universe somewhere where you crap out and finish whatever. <laughs> oh, man. And that's it, and it's all downhill from there. So uh, that's okay, because in that universe, they get hit by a, uh, meteor, a meteor. So, yeah, yeah we're... we're, we're this is a better universe a to be in. Gets hit by a <laughs> Boy, that'd be, <laughs> would that be ironic or just a coincidence? I think it's just a coincidence. It's a yeah. terrible, Winky. horrible coincidence. But Quinky dink, yeah. definitely. Somebody will be playing meteor if we were to get hit by a meteor, and not, and no one would tell us. Yeah, about it. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I've never showed you the great movie. There's a great '70s movie with uh, a James Bond's in it, Sean Connery, Meteor. Was that the the game wasn't based on that, right? It yes, was, it was. yes, it was. It was. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yep. Yes. That's the, it was pretty hard to theme off a movie when you're a solid state though, you know? It's not like you can do all the great scenes or anything from it. Was there anything in the playfield that's like a shout out to the movie or the back class is actually based off of the movie poster. Okay. And how about the playfield? Is there any tie-in to the movie at nope. all? Nope, There's just like the back a spinner class. that lights when the meteor gets close and they have to spin it really fast. Or Nope, they failed with uh, that part. Oh, well. But that's, uh, well, there you go. That's meteor. There is a connection there. Yeah. So it would be ironic in that case. There's no Sean Connery multiball in the game. There's no Natalie Wood multiball. There's nothing from the movie. Oh, God, Natalie Wood, too. Yeah, I think she was in that. I think I've seen yes. it. I've seen it once, and that was probably when I was Escher's age. Actually, probably before I was Escher's <laughs> age on TV. Oh, so the TV, no, they would have cut out a few things. You know, you didn't get to see the theatrical cut. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a director's cut now, I think. that uh, There's a director's cut of everything. All right, so what, finish, finish your story, Escher. Yeah, so. so after that Pinburg, I what was the next thing that happened? It was... Uh, we had a Final Four at Indus. That was pretty good. No, that was... Uh, that was right uh, before. That was no, on your big was, year. Uh, what was it? It was probably the... Uh, C-Division and Papa. Oh, yeah. You or were... I was a sandbagger, even though I... You guys remember this? When Escher was the number one seed in the C-Division at Papa the, the year after. It was his first time he had played in an adult division. And uh, you were you were now eight. Yeah, you know, mature eight. jumping around. And uh, we looked at the B-Bank, and there weren't a whole lot of games there that Escher knew very well. And then we looked at the C-Bank, and it was, it was like looking at our basement. 
Yeah, uh, a bunch of bunch of basement games were in that bank, and I was like, "So Escher, what do you want to do, B or C?" It's like C. And he's like, "I, I want to do C, Dad. I know these games." I'm like, "Okay, son." And then he goes and he. No, yeah. Like, First Snicket, I play a couple of the games. I play like Godzilla and a couple of the other games that I'm not super excited for. And then my second ticket, I played Revenge for Mars. Uh, what was the other uh, Ripley's and <laughs> yeah. I got Did, could you free switch the Ripley's? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got to like ten million before my game started. <laughs> yeah, it, we, it we know so all the weird. we know all the tricks yeah. on Ripley's. So I had number one score on uh, Revenge from Mars at like five hundred and forty million, and the next score was like a hundred and twenty million, <laughs> and then on Ripley's I had like a thirty-five, oh, and nice. the next one was twelve million. Yeah. And then I had a couple of decent games. I'd like a, so you you appeared out of it was yeah. just I. So he was the number one seed by a lot, which was good for top qualifying and dollars. I didn't play very well. But it it set off a bit of a, a shitstorm on the uh, on the pin side, yeah. which we don't actually read or uh, listen to. I only heard through you know secondhand. Of You're better off. You're but totally better off. This two hundred yeah this two hundred thread discussion about Escher sandbagging at Papa, which was you know a ridiculous. Uh, and anyone who could have a- who would have asked me, I would have been happy to tell him. Well, actually, I just asked Escher what, which one he wanted, and he picked the C division. If he had picked A, then I would have been like, okay, great. And if the games in A had been the ones he wanted to play, you know, it's like he's eight friggin' years old. He doesn't know what sandbagging is, and he wouldn't have sandbagged. And oh yeah, he didn't win. Yeah. You had a yeah. you toured the mansion in the quarterfinals. In the quarterfinals. And then it's funny I didn't even watch him that year. I was uh, on the mic in the A division. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't qualify, but I was I was in the booth I and uh, Escher came good. over like would hand me notes. He's like toured mansion. No, that was to, an expo. No, it was an expo. I they kicked me off of the mic and I had so many things to say and I just kept on writing them on a piece of. That paper. was a different set of you writing yeah, notes. No. Yeah, it's funny. Escher always wants to do the commentary, and he's better than pretty much almost everyone else in terms of game knowledge and watching the game to see what players are actually doing. Uh, But for a long time, when he was you know ten and eleven, they didn't want a a kid that young to be on the mic. Uh, You've gotten to do it a few times since then. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a world champion. And he's fine. He just needs a good co-host like myself to can you know hand off to him. Well. But again, we digress. That's that's how it is when talking with us guys. We uh, you can digress all you we want. Go, we, we are good. Deep. All right, so so let's get back on track. Uh, and then I think the next thing was Pinberg. And Pinberg. When I qualified, oh, we'll start we'll start on round ten. I had Mats Rundstein, Trent Augustine, and Zach Sharp in my ground ten group, and I need five points to qualify. It's funny. I texted my wife. I'm like, he's got no chance. Yeah. He's, he's done. And, <laughs> and he's I was like, a- oh, you got this, Escher. No problem. Yeah. You're playing the machine. Don't worry about Zach Sharp or Mats Runstein. Just play, yeah, just play the play. machines. And I'm like, and no, he, he's not going to do this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was on an awful bank. It was Iron Man, uh, Black Rose, Xenon, and Prospector. Prospector and Iron Man are, I can play, but not with... Trent and Zach on Iron Man and Mots. I know he's good at Black Rose and games of that era, so I was like, oh, I, I have no I have no chance. Black Rose went down. Black Rose broke. And when it you... wasn't our time on it. It was like the people behind us broke. So I what, forget you get to? what the game comes in, but it... Was it an improvement? Because we don't really play, we don't I have don't a lot know. of Black Rose experience. Yeah, so we started on Prospector, and I took third, which was fine. I was happy with the point. point. Yep. And then we played Xenon, and I had 
50,000 points going into ball three. Uh-oh. And I had a 400 and something thousand ball and took first. Nice. Good so work. now I'm back in it. You play Iron Man. Four points. We always call them points just to piss Bowen off because, yeah. you know, they're wins. Wins and losses at Penberg. But we, we call them points. Always always them. will. Always, yeah. always will. Yeah. So <laughs> and then on Iron Man, Zach doesn't play well, and Trent's already out. So he's not really playing with – and I win Iron Man, and I have seven, and then I forget what the last game is. But you got, won, but you but got in, last. and so who did you knock out of that group? Who I didn't knocked out Mots and Trent. Trent and Mots didn't make it through. Yes, yeah, so Zach was uh, already in, but that's like, a that's some serious. And you, yeah. uh, Escher's, it's his Benberg groups are always when you do well. Yeah. Uh, I occasionally do well, but when he does well, he's always playing with Yorian and and Keith and. You know, they're like the last group to finish each round. It's like, come on, Escher, let's go to dinner now. And I have to wait, you know, for Escher and his little friends to finish their two-hour game on Scorpion. Genie or Scorpion. Oh, God, oh my God Scorpion. Scorpion. Roll, I rolled it twice. So it's, uh, you know, it's tough supporting the kid when he, uh, when he does well. There's a, there's a lot of sacrifice. But That's what I'm trying to say. the finals that year, I – It's funny. In round one. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I, I was with uh, Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian Bobio? Bobio. Florida guy. Um, yeah. You guys know Sebastian? And I do not. Pro, like, really high-tier player. I'm trying to think. I don't. Two other people, right? I remember Sebastian because we played Target Alpha, and he beat me by 170 points to advance. And that was the difference to get to the uh, next round. Next round. To the, wow. Yeah, that's a so, bad beat. on Target Alpha. Did you uh, cry about that? Or were you a little? No, I was fine. I was a bit upset. I, I cried a little. I'll, I'll <laughs> well, you were in that year as well. I had skin in the game, man. You were in that round. I know. Well, and you lost them. Oh, wildfire. God. Oh, wildfire. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, we, we all have our bad beats. And then, uh, then I, I guess. Okay, come on. we got to keep this under two hours. I took third in. <laughs> they just wanted to know how you got into pinball. They didn't want to hear about every result. <laughs> Well, then I won uh, Papa 20. Keep going, keep going. Oh, wait, he won, and then he won Papa 20, the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how was Papa 20? Did... Well, it went really well. It just everything fell into place. In qualifying, I had a huge game on <laughs> uh, Future Spa. I of all things. don't like that game, and I'm not good at it. What but was your, I what was your score? Like 1.2 million. Damn. Right, and I it was like number nine score or something. It was not like yeah. number uh, here, one. Here's a here's a funny story from that. So Escher, I'm watching his game on Future Spa, and, it, and he really needed it because of course it's this is pumping up up now. It was on Friday, morning, and we though. we were trying to find five games, and it was a tough bank. And uh, he had this game, and he had an amazing survived a lot of a lot of bad things yeah. and i gave him this giant hug afterwards and we were celebrating and josh sharp is smugly sitting there and he's like he, he just he just you know had a good game you know why don't you save that for when he wins papa and uh oh, wow and i was like wow josh that's that's you know or just you know i'm excited for my son it looks like he's got a good shot at qualifying in the a division and uh but then on sunday when escher actually won papa <laughs> I walked up to Josh and I was like, "So is it okay if I give him a hug now?" Yes. And then the uh, let's see how many how many uh, world championships do the Leftcoffs have? Let's count them up. Uh, one. one, and I don't have it. So one. one. Let's count up the Sharp World Championships. Uh, Zach won uh, Pinberg. That doesn't Pinberg. count. Uh, I have to, uh, up zero. So Leftcoffs one, Sharps oh, zero. 
Snap. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's we're always cheering for Josh. Oh, yeah. we always one day, One day he'll win a major. Yeah. Or uh, at, least, at least take a lead in the final game. Yeah. I hope so. Going second. I really uh, hope so. So, yeah. So, Papa 20. That happened. That happens. There's some other stories, like with like Fathom. I played it four times, and I got progressively better each time. And It was funny because you did well on skateball. And, and again, we were looking game. for a fifth game for Escher, and I was like, you know, son, you should play Fathom, even though you've never played it. It's basically skateball. If you can and do I the thing on six million, on yeah. Skateball. If you can do the thing on skateball, you can do the exact same thing on Fathom. And I had and you did three point four million. So games. I love it when uh, when my coaching uh, comes through like that. You know, that's uh, <laughs> you I'm look great. A, a much better coach than player these days. Um, well, you are dad. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we had to play each other too. You know, that's part. People yes. forget that that bit. Uh, it, Trent ruined it. We were gonna we were gonna come first and second in our group, and it was looking great. And I had like a fifty million on that World Poker Tour, and, and then Trent, Trent just, came and put up like sixty million. Or no, I had sixty and he had seventy on it, yeah. and uh, which threw us into me and Escher into a tiebreaker instead of other people in a tiebreaker. Uh, and then it was on XVED, and I was going to kick his butt because I owed him one, but it didn't work out that way. That was a brutal, oh brutal XVED. XVED was so – the middle dropped it down the – like the middle – The middle, uh, yeah, it dropped it. it. dropped it down the middle every time unless – And it was super, if he flipped. super tilty. There were no rubbers on the out lanes and no Oof. ball save. I remember I, my very first shot was with the upper flipper, and the upper it, it was like late or something. Yeah. I put it like perfect shot to the left out lane, no ball save, nothing. Yeah. I, it was like my first ball was like seven thousand points on on X Men. And so. then yeah. that Walking Dead was also you found it. You I, yeah, no, I had a good TBC. Walking Dead. Yep. So TV. I was playing good that day, but it was Escher's day. So yeah. I'm glad you parlayed. I, there's nothing worse than losing in a tiebreaker to someone, and then they roll over in the next round. Yeah. Right? It's like. I could have done better than that, but when you lose to the guy in the tiebreaker and then he goes on to win the tournament, then you feel mm-hmm. you feel better. great because a you know you can say oh I lost, but you know the I guy lost I lost to won, won the tournament, the tournament. right? Yeah. So it's like suddenly you become their co-pilot because you want them to do well. They've beaten you, you want them to beat everyone else as well, yeah. and uh, that's how it worked out. Hmm. I just thought like I think the last two times I got eliminated in B at Papa, the person who beat me won it. You were in a group of the guy who won. Yeah, it. yeah. The one was a playoff. I lost to I think Jordan Treadway, who won. Oh yeah, it, who won yeah, B. No, Jordan. And, and then I think the year before, whatever other year I was in, I made it in B. Yeah, I was in a, yeah, I had a tiebreaker on Quicksilver. I can't remember the guy's name. He picked it, which I was like, cool. I love Quicksilver. Yeah, awesome. you love Quicksilver. Love Quicksilver. So uh, he he had a good, yeah, he had like a good first ball. The first two balls I had like basically house balls, did nothing. Third ball just started getting in the groove, you know, where you can feel it like, okay, it's happening now. I'm hitting stuff. And then it just like power out lane. Like, ah, oh, well. Oh. So, yeah, and then I, then he ended up winning. He kept going and he won. Wow. So, so the key is to get into a tiebreaker with you. Beat me and you're going to win. I made it to the B finals uh, twice. Uh, One year I lost to uh, a young Canadian fella, uh, Adam Becker. Uh, when he was in B, uh, Becker played great. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Jeff Gagnon was in our final four too. Uh, I was, I met Jeff there that year. Uh, and then another time I was in B really excited to hopefully win it. And, uh, this kid, Joshua Henderson won B that year. 
Uh, I only remember it because on the first game in the finals at Corvette, uh, I had like 1.1 and uh, someone else had 1.2. So I was feeling really good with like two points. And Joshua only had like 100 million going into ball three. And then he like, you know, put up two billion and won the game and then went on to we played taxi and he shot left ramp, right ramp and got all the way to the million and just rolled taxi. And he was done at eight points. It was over in a, in a heartbeat. So, uh, yeah, B division was fun. There's a lot of back in the day, you know, there were a lot of players. B was really competitive. Uh, you know, there was only 40 or 50 guys that were willing to try a back then. And, uh, the B division was there. It was very brutal. Brutal. So, yeah, you guys got any questions for Escher? What's the one thing that really just clicks about Papa 20 for you? What was the one thing that now, looking back at through the whole tournament many, many times, probably dreaming about it again, like, ah, oh, yes. What was the one thing that really you can bring from that whole experience? Or, you know, one, one spot that you said, wow, this is the game changer. Jungle queen. <laughs> Other than the fact that you parked next to me. <laughs> See, I was the good luck charm. I remember they parked next to me. Like right that Sunday. You guys were sitting in your car. Yeah. I did I wave? Did were we uh, were we nice and cordial? Did we Yeah, say I said something. I don't remember what it was, but I remember you were right next to me oh, when I came in because I came in well, came in early to get a parking spot. It's funny how uh, we had breakfast with Andre Masenkoff at McDonald's the year, the year he won it. Won. <laughs> so ever since, it's like, yeah, we, we, we were with Andre the morning that he won it. And, there you uh, go. What's the moment, Esther? BC lane on Jungle Queen in the finals. <laughs> when it went go. up and back. Yeah, up and, and back a couple hundred times. <laughs> that was. You know, I, the, thing, the only thing problem I have with that is that uh, there was a, a few grumblings of people thinking that he got lucky on Jungle Queen. That's how I play Jungle Queen. I shoot the top targets. Even if they're not there, I still sometimes shoot them to get into the pop bumpers because nothing really bad happens in them. Either you get yeah. them into the 5,000 scoops and, you get uh, them down. Those the other, and you watch Trent and, uh, and even Bowen to some extent, they shoot the scoop. They shoot for the 5,000 scoop. That's not I, Well, not I, we, had a, we had a Jungle Queen. We, we tried it. For years, it was like, wow, do I shoot scoops or do I shoot targets? And we finally came to the conclusion that the top targets into the pops to go up ABC is the way. That's the way. It keeps the ball more vertical up and down rather than side to side. So it's I. that's a wonderful moment, and I go back and watch it all the time. Uh, you know, the, the, the video has like 50,000 views. I, I, a thousand of them have got to be me personally. Uh, <laughs> Get up this morning. Oh, I think I'm gonna watch Pop 20 Finals. Yeah. You know, World Poker Tour. Let's go back and watch. No, 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 no. You know, it, and uh, Escher was after two games. It was five, four, three, two. Kaylee at five, Bowen at four, Trent at three, and Escher at two. And uh, this year in Circuit, there's been with the Papa Finals. I think three other tournaments, including last week. Yep. Uh, in Vancouver, where the two going into the final game Wait. ends up winning. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine was the two last week and picked Tommy. And uh, as as uh, Raymond said, he was the Kaylee in that group. And he took last. And uh, he won 6 five, five, five. Escher, of course, got into the tiebreaker with Bowen uh, at 6. And Kaylee had an opportunity to actually make it a, a three-way tie. Uh, if he had passed Trent, who had tilted out ball five, double bonus, uh, but Kaylee just had no luck on that game. Uh, Jungle Queen. Yeah, yeah. 
But of course, you were in Robert Gagnon's group in the quarterfinals, uh, which was funny because HBO was filming it. They it were wasn't the first time. Yeah, yeah so the the quarterfinals. Uh, so HBO's filming Robert's group for the. Uh, I know. That was the the, uh, HBO. the the HBO thing they did. The real sports. Yeah, and so and I think it really affected Robert's choices because he picked Jungle Queen, which was yeah. Here. So he picked Jungle Queen going in strong, right? He had a really good ball one, and, and he didn't have another up. good ball. Yeah, and you were in last place on that. I one. I was had a bad ball one, and then I started grinding on ball five. I had max bonus and five thousand. So you hands. you won that. Game. I won at like a hundred and thirty thousand. So I was already pretty comfortable in that Jungle Queen. Robert took last with 40,000 points. Wow. He had a, it and then he down. picked uh, Paragon. Paragon. And and I think he, he only picked it so that he could show everyone how to tap on Paragon, right? Because he loves to do the rolling tap. And uh, But everybody and else knows, knew how to tap, too. We all tap. You guys probably tap on Paragon, right? Left or right? Oh, yes. You have to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and I tap pass. Every, and I took. You, what, you got second. second. I want to say you got to so six points, but Robert ended up taking last. It was so immediately. It was you know they were there to film him in his triumphant return, and unfortunately for him, he had one of those bad rounds where you go zero zero. But no, it was a good segment. It was a good piece. So it was yeah. a very good piece. We, yes. we like Robert. He's a very he's a good friend. Yep. He's always yep. oh, yeah. really nice, and we see him a lot on the West Coast. Yep. Uh, he's really nice. He's yep, and he's a, and he's a big fan of Escher. He was super nice when you won it and came yeah, up, and really he was happy for you and congratulated. So that was great. We love the guy, Gnos. Uh, uh, so, so and then what was the last game? X Men. Uh, was X Men. X Men in that in the quarter group. In the quarter group. And that was good that you got it a game was on so that because because next round when I had Josh, Yorian, uh, and was it Kaylee in there too? Because you yeah, and Kaylee, Kaylee came out of God. That's in. Insane group. Yeah, that is. And that's and you got the tiebreaker with uh, Josh. Yeah, here I'll explain that. It's we went through the X Men and I took third and that was all it took. And then I had a huge ball three on my X Men game the next round to win the game. Oh yeah, you came back from last to the yeah. and that got you to the tiebreaker with Josh because of uh, what was that? What's that other game that was in the bank? Uh, uh, the freaking. What's it called? Oh, see, I blocked it out. What's the body Genesis. parts? Genesis. Oh God, Genesis in the Papa A finals and the ramps. You couldn't even hit the ramps, no. and and well, if you miss a ramp, miss ramps, you're, you're dead. dead. Yeah. It, the the ball would come back down and go through that giant gap, and yeah. yeah. So no one, you couldn't really shoot the ramps. You had to shoot orbits, and and then the little the pop and the, the Vera target was disabled. Oh yeah, that's right. And Kaylee got eight million. <laughs> yeah, Kaylee destroyed ball that ball thing. <laughs> he was on. He was up. so Kaylee has made the final four of the first three mate uh, first three super majors this year, right? He was a final four of Pinburg, Papa, and IFPA. He yep. he came second to Raymond. Yep. Uh, the European Pinball Championships EPC is I want to say coming up maybe sometime in the next month. But uh, if he gets to the final four there, that's uh, that's quite the uh, accomplishment, definitely. Yeah, I, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, and, and we've been friends with Kaylee for a long time, and he's a, also a big Escher supporter. <laughs> early on, early adopter made made him a special Stevio shirt just for a super small version, so that Escher nice. could fit in and wear his Stevio shirt. Of course, now he's outgrown it. Well, what do we remember about the final game, the skateball game? Oh, on skateball, um, I got my. 
hundred thousand on ball two, which is it was lit. The scoop was, was lit for a hundred thousand. For those yep. who don't know, if you drop the side targets twice, it's lit for. You also had your twenty locked in and two uh, two x with one target to go for three x. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting. Bowen was doing the short plunge, and it was terribly effective because he would get two targets down on the skate to spell skate. Mm -hmm. But he's giving up uh, multipliers right. up top. And they stuck over balls. And he was just playing scoop. And if you watched on the replay, Escher shot the ball back up and was playing multipliers on ball one because that's how we play it at home. We have a skate ball. Uh, so I think Escher uh, I think Escher attacked the game better than, than Bowen did. Bowen was playing a little defensive, I think. Well, I remember he, he like short plunged the first ball. Yep. And almost rained. Then the second yep. ball, he hard plunged. And then the third ball, he short plunged again. And he missed everything on the third one, like almost died. And then never really, he never got control on that third ball. He he, he died shortly thereafter um, when it did this funny little hop to the middle instead of bouncing over. So, um, yeah, well, you know, there, there's probably aren't very many opportunities to, to catch Bowen on a bad game of anything. So uh, if you got to do it in a tiebreaker for finals of the world championship, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good game to... Yeah, I, that's not bad at all. A win-win. Win-win. <laughs> so you two would be the only father and son Papa finalists. Uh, Another fun fact. Yes, I believe that's true. We were the also the oldest and youngest finalists. I uh, I made the final four of Papa 18 when I was 48, and because that's you know I'm scraping for anything, I went and looked, and uh, and there wasn't anyone older than me making the final four. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, my age finally counts for and and I won seniors at Papa Twenty. There you nobody, go. Nobody nobody wanted to interview me about it. Escher stole all my thunder with his stupid <laughs> little world championship. <laughs> hey, I had like I had uh oh, what's his name? Uh Switzerland. Uh it'll come to me. It's the Alzheimer's, <laughs> right? It's it's, it's it is uh, kicking in. So Escher, you're you're ranked now forty fifth in the world. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And Dad, you are 69th. Both are very impressive. Well, you know, Escher, what did he get for Papa? 150 whoppers. Yeah, I know. He got a ton for that. that yeah, he did. That little win. That, just that little, you know, making it. I, I'm going to it right now, making sure what the number was exactly. It's 140. Yeah, it's 140. Wow. I know. That's, uh, that's hard to compete with. So, that is very hard. you know, it's funny. Everyone back in the day used to ask us, you know, who's the better player. And up until about a year ago, I would always say, well, you know, Escher's, Escher's really good and he's got a lot of potential, but uh, I'm better than him. But now when we count up our world championships and, well, we look at our rankings, uh, it's clearly uh, Escher has surpassed her surpassed me. Now the student has become the master. Yeah, I was going to ask you, was there an exact moment where you said to yourself, you know, he's better than I am now? Oh, you know, I was saying that a lot. I think actually when he won first juniors, uh, when he won juniors the first year, I took him to Papa, qualified first, won it. And I was telling his mom, it's like he he was so much better than me handling the pressure. And like he had some ball threes where he was in last place and had to do the thing. And he always did the thing. Blew up Wheel of Fortune to win win over yeah, Joshua like Henderson. Ramp, ramp. ramp Rampage and put it put it to bed. Uh, so I always kind of knew he was better than me. I just, you know, I didn't want him to get a big head about it. That's that's parenting 101, right? You keep them, keep them modest, keep them humble. Yeah. But uh, if if uh, if you had offered me a bet of who would win a papa, him or me, I would absolutely have bet the farm on on the boy. 
That's good. Um, so at some point, yeah, in this last year, or so I'm officially Escher's dad. Yes, not Adam. It's, I'm Escher's dad, and <laughs> handling all that, you know, when the when the reporters call and and uh, nobody wants to talk to me, they all want to talk to the boy, which is great. It's awesome. It's a it's a really cool thing. Yes. And and get you all the girls at, at, at high school, right? Or maybe not. No way. <laughs> well, he did start a new school. You said. Yep. How's that going? Been going good. That's good. So, what, so what's high school like? And you know. Yeah. How do you describe high school? It's uh, it's just like middle school, except with more people. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's that's very profound, or not? I don't know. <laughs> Do your do all the kids in school know you as a world champion pinball player now, or a couple kind of- people know? Most of them couldn't care less, but <laughs> a couple people know. Someone, a couple of the kids read the news article, and yeah, you've been, you've been in the paper a few times, and uh, we're we're still waiting on. There's a NBC Nightly News did a uh, did a piece on Pinberg. I don't know if you saw them there filming. Uh, they interviewed uh, Zach Sharp. Uh, they interviewed me and Escher and. Uh, it was supposed to have been aired a few times, but with all these hurricanes and earthquakes and everything else going on, it hasn't made, has it? It keeps getting bumped. So uh, hopefully, sometime I we'll, think uh, it might be tomorrow. It, it could very well be tomorrow night or, or the next week. So you know, we like we like spreading the world word, but as you guys know, it's a pretty niche niche uh, hobby we have, especially on the competitive side. Oh yeah, uh, I think the number of people that care are pretty much the number of people who watch. The streams, and that's yeah. that's about well. With Pinberg, there's 800 people who care because they actually, you know, log in. There's another hundred on the wait list, so let's call that a thousand, and another 50 people who can't make Pinberg. So 1,100, I think, is uh, probably the number of people in the world that would care. Yep. But that's good answer. You know, good answer. I mean, arguably, we're the coolest 1,100 in the world. Of right? course, we are. Well, there you go, right? I, I think that's... <laughs> Even though probably a lot of this, a lot of the stream views are probably people streaming it on their phone because it's. They can see better. Yeah, that's that's true. There's a couple stories I've heard of people watching the channel. watching the streams to yeah, and and I do. I you know I love the angle of it when Escher wins and he comes and runs and we jumps into my arms, and uh, I still I get chills when I watch it. And when if I'm ever having a bad day, I will. I'll go back and just watch that, and it's just it brings a smile to my face that no one can ever take away ever, like. You know, it's it's one of those great moments. Uh, You'll always remember. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Absolutely it was great to see, actually, on our side. So we, you <laughs> know, we were both like, wow, you know. Do you have any great pinball win memories, Bruce? Yeah. Like when you beat me, probably, at some point? Yes, that's the only time I can actually say I can gloat. <laughs> oh, come on. What, what's your best memory, Bruce? Losing to uh, Lyman Sheets. Did you lose well? Uh, I lost well. I actually, I was up 2-1 to him in a best of five. And he beat me on Creature from the Black Lagoon. And he, you know Lyman, he never gets excited really. He actually did a fist pump and went, yeah, when he got the super jackpot in the last second. Because he wanted to beat you so bad, Bruce. He hated you. He hated me so much. But, you know. I thought your best moment was after that, and you lost, and then you were in the what was it the the third player yeah finals. third yeah and you were like down what two nothing I was two down nothing. two nothing and I won three in a row and I won three in a row against Levy nice. 
against Levy. Uh, Levy, yeah, Levy's at the Pittsburgh Pinball Open as well. He uh, is. He's with with Wapparelli and uh, yes, Wapparelli. Other... <laughs> I love that name, Wapparelli. It's just it, it's just so it's well. perfect for Greg. It's just uh, you know we've only known Greg for a couple of years. He's a great guy. The New York crew who travels, they're uh, they're all really nice guys. Levy's quite the character. And oh yeah, a lot of fun to chat with. And uh, so long as I don't, re- I got to remember to call him Levy and not Levi. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Zen is a, uh, we, we traded uh, New York got Zen with two players and a cash deal. And we actually ended up with Heliana Walter from Sweden in the deal, which was yes, awesome. Cause uh, Heliana now it's funny. I, I always called her Helena, but it's pronounced Heliana uh, there in, in Sweden. Go figure. Uh, she married one of our local uh, players, Adam Higgins and lives in Denver now. And uh, she's the reigning world uh, women's world champion. Yes, she, she won is. in Vegas. And I won seniors. Escher won Papa. And so, and, and I was telling Donovan, uh, Donovan Stepp, our best player here in Colorado, uh, he was at IFPA and had a great run as well. Finished so, in the so top eight. Yep, yep. Seventh, I think. Uh, I was like, Dino, man, if you can win IFPA, we can hold all five titles yeah. in the same Colorado. state. Never to, a feat that will never be duplicated oh and that's your one juniors too so yeah. juniors seniors women's papa we just didn't get ifpa oh, <laughs> we could I, we could adopt raymond raymond could be an honorary tell yeah. us donovan gets all the credit in the world for the entire uh colorado scene he taught me i met donovan right when lions classic pinball opened in like 2003 2004 up until then you know everybody just sort of played it was kind of before the internet uh, and then meeting everyone at this awesome arcade, and I saw Donovan play, and it blew my mind because he was already really good. And he had just gotten back from Papa 7, and uh, just he, he had been Belcedoed, officially Belcedoed by Jim Belcedo, who I didn't know who, what that was. Uh, but it sounded so intriguing. I went with Donovan the next Papa. That was my very first tournament, uh, Papa 8. And uh, and he we sort of traveled together and I just he taught me everything I know. And then in turn, I taught Escher everything I knew. Donovan's been in the twice. He's been final four at Papa twice. Oh, he took second to Lyman, who you were talking about. But so and and just watching Donovan qualify in the A division was always a lot of fun for all the we you know, we'd have 10 or 12 guys on the in the Denver crew out and he, he. he would always on game five, if he had a good ticket, he would always just blow just, it up. Just, yeah. You know, a lot of us get all, I've, uh, it's happened to me a lot of times where game five is just a disaster where you're all nervous, you're sweaty. It's like, why, why is this? Oh, because this is whether I get in or not. And mm-hmm. Dino's just, he he's just, plays he just listens he to his care. tunes. He's just, he's just playing. That's what, and when he's in the role, when he's feeling it, he's, uh, he's one of the very best players in the world. Uh, and, it's, and it's so awesome to get to watch him do that all the time. Uh, he won our Rocky Mountain Pinball Showdown. It qualifying, he got a billion on Walking Dead. Walking Dead, and in, in finals, we played it three rounds, and he never did less than 400, 400 million. million. And, yeah. a, and a couple times, he didn't have to play ball ball three. And he was already at like 600. I was, I was texting Escher in the room. I'm like, Dino's at 200. And then it was like 300, 400. It's like, I'm playing for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, it, yeah, Donovan's our, our best <laughs> I mean, we're, we certainly don't fear Donovan, yeah, uh, but it's always, it's great. Uh, I, one of my, you know, when you look at the different areas uh, and the, the, the best players, it really helps to have a top quality, like a, a true world-class player in your immediate 
you know, local tournament scene because it raises everyone. It really does. I see a group of people who are all pretty good and I'll go and ask them, you know, hey, who's your best player in your region? And they'll say, you know, whatever, Joe Schmo. Their ceiling is is lowered. They don't know how good they can be because they've never seen it. They don't play with it. Uh, of course, nowadays you can just watch all the overhead videos and watch all the tutorials. But, you know, back in our day, well, way back in the, you know, before the Internet, uh, you, you only got better by watching directly players who were better than you. And so to have Donovan live here and meet him, and he's the nicest guy in the world. Uh, everybody loves Dino, yeah. right? I mean, he's just such a laid-back, cool guy. Uh-huh. Uh, we couldn't have asked for a better uh, yeah. teacher. And I still, I still uh, name Donovan as my pinball life coach, and I often uh, call him for pinball life coach advice. Now that I travel with Escher, I don't get to room with Donovan as much uh, as we used to in the old days before Escher was born. That's one of the best things about pinball, I feel. It's the friendships and the relationships of people that you meet that go on sometimes for years, even even decades. It is. It's a great uh, and I, and I, there's I've heard, you know, grumblings on some pinball scenes where there's a lot of the asshole ratio is pretty high. Uh, and I'm, I'm proud to say in Colorado, we have a really, really low asshole to, to good person everyone in colorado is really? it's nice in the scene it's not a huge scene but the, the, the hundred or so people who play all the regular tournaments are all really good men and women and they're a lot of fun to hang out with nobody gets real aggro we all take it seriously but not too seriously uh so we got a great we got a great scene out here and uh i know you guys your east coast uh what new york upper new york <laughs> rivalries and it, it, it depends <laughs> uh, i mean my scene is my league has we've we had three meetings now i think we had five people show up <laughs> we, we play at a Ooh. pub where we play two games we play a road show and a demo man all right so that's that's about it i mean we had our first show which was in a ymca gymnasium that we filled up with I can't remember how many went to 30 games, 20, 30 games. Oh, so like a Rocky Mountain pinball show. Wow. But it went well. I mean. You got to start somewhere, though, right? Yeah, there was tons of newbies in there, which is good. I mean, people probably said, there's still pinball. Like, this exists. You know, I, I, I was spoiled because Lions Classic Pinball is like a 10-minute drive from my house. And I started the league there. Uh, Donovan and I, actually, were the original founders of the Mile High Pinball League. Uh, and we only we had 16 players, but of course we had a, a, a wonderful arcade with 35 games in it uh, of all eras. And now uh, I've done it for 14 or 15 years, and uh, we never do more than 30 or 35. I hear about these leagues that have hundreds of players. The New England Pinball League has like yeah. 300 players, and yep. Seattle is insane with the number of players, even if they're weeklies. Uh, so we've never had those numbers, but we we probably rolled two or 300 different people through the mile high pinball league. Uh, and a lot of them took uh, Zen. Nick Zendejas is uh, a product of the mile high pinball league. He showed up as an absolute newbie and uh, learned the ropes, sandbagged and be a bit, became an A player, started going to Papa to see Donovan and look at, you know, Nick's, he had a final eight at Papa. Uh, yep. Did great at IFPA this year. He is very streaky. Oh, absolutely. He's one of the streakiest. When he's playing well, it's like, wow, look out. And he yeah. doesn't get nervous. But when things are going bad, it's... Oh, he hand grenades. He, he hand grenades himself. 
Yes, I, exactly. And, you know, he might libate a bit much when things are yes. bad. Uh, well, he actually, he, he actually won Buffalo. Cha- the, the Classics won. He thought he was out. He was actually on his way to go get beer <laughs> when the game had a major malfunction. So oh, every threw it out and it, he, we had to throw it out, and he had to come back in and took it and won everything. Yeah, that's that's classic Zed. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, he, he's a great guy. He's funny. oh, he's a great guy. He's he's he has the funniest shirts too. Yeah, I was gonna say, did he wear any of those shirts back in Colorado? Oh yes, that's where good it all, boy. It's where it all started. So uh, you have your own. We uh, yeah, we 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 miss Zed. Uh, uh, nice. We still get to see him at lots of different uh, tournaments. Yes. Uh, which is good. So it's it's nice to be able to share him with the. Uh, with oh, those, we're very happy. We're we're very happy to have him on the East Coast. Definitely, he's he is an asset for us. All right, I'll, Bruce usually asks this question, but you mentioned earlier, like you also have a skate ball. What games are in the Leftkoff collection? Jeez. Uh, so we have uh, we have different. We have them in a barn, uh, but it's actually a finished barn. The, the the guy we bought this house from ran a business out of it and. He made NFL helmets, little mini helmets, and oh. and uh, but it was it's perfectly set up for pinball machines with these long narrow uh, rooms. But we have the uh, the Neil Schatz room, which is all our Valley Williamses. Uh, so, so what do we got? We got uh, Circus Voltaire, uh, so uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones, going right to left. Attack from Mars. No good gophers, Twilight Judge, Zone, Dirty Harry, Adams. Judge Dredd, Adam's family. So that's the Neil Schatz room. We got the two pinball 2000s. Uh, we have both, yes, both Revenge and uh, Star Wars Episode One. Upstairs. Uh, There's a CSI, CSI and uh, love CSI. Uh, and, and then oh, and 24, 24 I'm gonna retheme. I've got a P Rock for it, and uh, I've got all the all the switches, everything mapped out. I just need to uh, retire. When whenever I finish my job and have time, I'm gonna definitely uh, rebrand a 24 into uh, a new pin. What would you uh, what would you retheme it into? Uh, it was gonna be the Left Call Family pin because with all the, with 24, you've got the case files, and I could have like each. Po- there's four different groups of six lights below, and so yep. there's four of us in the family, and so I was going to have, you know, Mom and Escher's uh, sister Ainsley and me and Escher were each going to have our six panels, and we'll each have a video mode, and we'll each have, a, you know, something specific for Ainsley. It'll be, you know, there's a chicken mode because she really loves chickens. Yeah. She, she raises chickens here on our farm. But that was, you know, years ago when I started it, and here we are, and I haven't made much progress. So it could turn into anything. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if you got any ideas, send them. <laughs> you got any ideas? Yeah, monster trucks versus dinosaurs. Oh, no, Keith Owen's already doing that. Oh, before or after Golden Girls. I think Golden Girls first, and then uh, monster trucks. Well, here's an idea. Papa Championship winners. You have 24 spots then. The fill. Oh, yeah. Good thinking. You know, I, I just asked Mark Steinman about Papa 21 and what what the weekend might be so we could, you know, make some arrangements. And uh, there's no date yet. And nope. uh, with the facility still up for sale, they're not really going to run it there in case they end up selling and have to cancel. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's like they could run it in a bathroom of a Ramada Inn and everyone. We'd all be happy. Yeah, so hopefully they're going to do it somewhere at some point. But on the other side, if it takes a few years to get Papa going somewhere else, we could live with that, right? I mean, yeah. you get to be champion. It's like the uh, the USA uh, men's rugby team won the gold medal in the 1932 Olympics. Rugby was no longer uh, 
It was dropped from the Olympics after that until the World Cup of Rugby started in uh, 86, maybe 82. The U.S. was like, you know, 40 years world champion, which is pretty funny since we're ranked about 24th in the world. But, but, you know, we could keep calling you world champ for another year. Well, you're going to ask for the banner, though, right? You're going to want that. I oh hell yes! Really want my I, I ask about the banner every day. I send a I send a text to Doug and. <laughs> Where's the banner? Where's the banner? Show me a picture. Where's the banner? Uh, that's that's better yeah. than the trophy. The money is just to see the banner. Yeah. The trophy is really cool though. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to come and see the trophy. It is, but when you walk into wherever Papa's going to be, yeah, and you're going to see that banner. Yeah, and you see and all those Keith Elwins and yep. Lyman's and Bowens. Yep. Yeah, and Escher. He's got a couple junior banners, too, so uh, they were doing banners for juniors back then as well. Uh, so we got a stern row as well. We've got uh, Game of Thrones, Game Avatar, of Thrones, Avatar Metallica, then Simpsons, uh, yeah. Lord, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, and, and uh, uh, Ripley's. Yes. And then in the back room, the uh, Rick Steadup area, it's uncarpeted, uh, have all our uh, solid state and EMs. Uh, the EMs, we got a wizard and a four square, which is surprisingly fun. It is. Uh, old Chicago. Uh, old Chicago. Sky, sky, sky Jump. High hand with a warped play field. And uh, I got to set up uh, Volley. It's still Xenon on its side. And, and then Xenon, Future Spa, going to Solid State. Uh, Skateball. Skateball. Paragon. Paragon. <laughs> Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel. It's not actually. It's the cut. The, the uh, Kevin and Carol of the Lions Classic Pinball. They, they, uh, they had to move a couple games out. Their house is full of games as well as, and so we're keeping Evil for a while. I think they've forgotten about it. Hopefully they won't listen to this. Damn. They, <laughs> I, that's okay. They don't listen to. Nobody listens to the podcast. Yeah, we only got twelve people. That's we're that's in double good. digits now. Do you and you call them right? You give them a, a call to say, hey, the next one's ready. Let me know what you think. Kind of. We thing. actually do a bulk email. That's how oh, you know, you're so still on easy. the email. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're so old it's not even funny. That's, that's excellent nineteen ninety two technology there. Hey, well you talked you about RGP. AFL? Wait a second, you talked about RGP before. And I think yes. you're the second you're the second or third cast that actually talked about RGP. So what does that tell you? Oh man, that tells me I'm old. That's most of our games. So uh, we have a I've a pretty good good collection. Yeah, very good collection. Yeah. Very, very nicely rounded. Yeah, well, we like all eras. We learned that early from Lions Classic Pinball had lots of modern sterns as well as, like, their oldest game, Kismet. Uh, oh, God. Kismet has been there the full 14 years or 16 years, however, they've been open. And so many games at Lions, so many tournaments have been decided. I've, I've played Keith Elwin on Kismet, like, three times. Like, everyone has played Keith Elwin on Kismet because that's what you take Keith Elwin to. Yeah. Gee, do I want to play Creature with Keith Elwin or do I want to play Kismet? Yeah. You it's funny that the- you mentioned Lyman uh, getting the super jackpot on uh, on Creature. I had uh, it, on the Lion Spring Classic. I played Keith in the in the penultimate uh, match, and uh, I also I was winning on Creature like forty million to twenty million, and then on his ball three he got a four X super, and you Yikes. know got to like seven hundred million. And it's <laughs> like wow, if you're gonna lose, you gotta lose big. I like yep. losing big, you know. So let's see, let's see, let's ask this question. Because a lot of people will always answer this. Well, it depends on the opponent. Let, let's see how you answer this. You're playing, let's just say you're playing Keith Elwin. You can pick any game to play yeah. against him. Any game. What are you picking? 
Uh, are you, you going to pick against him, or are you going <laughs> to pick your strength? See, against anyone else except for Keith Allen and Zach Sharp, I'm taking the Game of Thrones. Except I can't take Keith Allen in the Game of Thrones. He, he tra- you tried. You I tried. tried at Expo last year. How'd that work out? Ball one, he has to hit the spinner because he's already got a hand in the kinglet. Ball two plays hand in the kinglet. He does the thing. Yeah, he, he had like five billion on ball two, and I was still trying to get to my black water. Yeah. So. So, you know, it's funny because Keith is kind of a special – he's not a good example. Like pick, He's the one. Yeah. He is Neo. Besides Keith because Keith is special. <laughs> but uh, we, I've always coached with Escher, and, and I talk to people, and I, you know, it's funny. I talk to Raymond about this a lot. Uh, I, I'm really a big proponent of, of picking to your strength, not your opponent's weakness. Uh, I rarely see it successful picking away just to – assume that your opponent a your assumption might not even be correct yeah uh because i've heard people make statements about oh i picked i didn't pick this game because i know you like it so much and then i snicker inside because it's like huh that's funny i actually don't like that game at all and i don't i act like i like the game because i act like i like all the games not Mm -hmm. to you know show my hand but uh If I'm playing well, then I will absolutely pick to my strength. If I'm not playing well, I'm probably doomed anyway, and I'll pick as luck as much of a coin toss, you know, luck fest that I can find. But that's only if I don't feel confident. If I'm feeling confident playing well, I absolutely pick to my strength. And I, well, what do you do, Esther? I, I just pick what like I think about because like against people, I don't I don't pick against them. But the, again, Keith Allen is a special case, and there is games that I will not pick against him. Well, and I will probably take him to an old game that I'm good at. Like the game that I would probably take him to if I was at Lions would be Space Time, right? That space, space Time, yeah. I would take him to Space Time because you, I know the rules and I know how that one. You know where the super skill super shot skill is. Shot is, and mm-hmm. I feel like I could beat him on it. That's funny. I took Zach Sharp to Space Time in the Spring Classic, and he he got two hundred. Forty thousand on it. He rolled it. <laughs> Suddenly, my hundred and twenty thousand just didn't look that good. <laughs> so you know, it it with a lot of those top guys, it, it you know it really doesn't matter. So it's yeah. like go out fighting. You know, pick something you like. Uh, yeah. It was funny last year at Expo when Keith didn't qualify, so he started in last place in the finals, and so he yeah. had like you know thirteen rounds. And everybody took him to the you WWE. know to, to Iron Man and WWE. Wrestling, uh, WWF, E, whatever. Uh, And he's actually quite good at Iron Man. You don't really want to take Keith Owen to Iron Man. And he started Uh, out pretty slow in WWE. And and it was like, oh, great. Everyone has now taught Keith Owen how to play WWE. And look at that. He's getting three, four hundred million on it, you know. So it's like even if there's a – so, you know, you can't win with them. The, The only way to win is not to play. Yes. So what are you picking, Bruce? Against him? I'm going freedom. You with yeah. freedom. Freedom. I like freedom. I do too. You need some karma there. When you get it in that scoop and that spinner spinning, oh, yeah. you're going to get double bonus. You're going to like the spinner. You're going to get 500 points. You don't know? Yeah. Yep. I think that would be a good game against him because I like the spinners. You know, I like the gameplay. And it might go to my benefit. Who knows? How about you, Ron? What are you going for? The problem is his pick and mine were the same. What? Because someone asked Keith Elwin this question. Like, if okay. you could pick any game, any era, whatever it is, what would you pick? And he answered the same thing I would answer. Front, frontier. No. Oh. <laughs> That's probably second. 
Dirty Harry. Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to play. Have you? Uh, I I was on the mic in uh, Indisc. Oh, I've on seen the it. Great- Harry I've game seen where it. He got six bills. Yeah. yeah, that is probably the, the. If you want to see, seek it out. I don't know if it's under IE Pinball or where it is. It is the greatest game of Dirty Harry you will ever see played by someone. Absolutely, and you know Robert, Robert Gatton, wasn't that far behind. Got, got three bills in that game too. So the poor other two guys. Yeah, but if you want to see how to play multi ball at its highest yeah. level of coordination on that game, just watch that game. It's funny. I completely changed my approach on multi ball. After watching that, yes, I did too. It was like, oh, okay, I see what you do. You get the single jack, come down the left orbit stage, go to the uh, magnet hold, and then do the combo. Yeah. Rather than trying to do the loop with the quick hit, that's like that's brilliant. I also started doing the just let them drain, hope they fire out, oh, rattle around, and yeah, come do down. Little, it's like, oh, give that it a looks nudge. easy, and it you works on mine. A lot of free doubles that way. Yep. Absolutely, yeah, we do it on ours all the time. Yep, it works on ours. Uh, the other great thing that Keith does in that game is on the uh, two-ball multi-ball, he does this, he, you play it as a figure eight. So you, as it comes to the right flipper, rather than trying to backhand or do something else, you shoot your ransom, and then it feeds the left flipper, then you shoot it into the warehouse, and you just wash, rinse, repeat. That little figure eight left to, to the warehouse feeds the right flipper. At, um, and in an earlier round, like a year before, I saw him get over a billion just playing a single warehouse hurry. And then the ransoms, if they're and the ran- bid, they're 2X. And- yeah, the ransoms are, are yeah, decent points, decent. And, and that whole circuit is, a, you know, it's like a 30 million circuit. Oh, the the ransoms, you, you get 2X, 3X ransoms, Yeah, which no oh, one's the ever The ransoms can get huge. Yeah, no one ever seems yeah. to know that. I mean, when you go up in the lane, pay, pay attention. Yeah, and the tutorial Bowen mentions he doesn't understand the ransom rule. The pop bumpers build it up. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, the lane lane completion will give you a two x. It starts with two x bonus, and then it goes two x ransom, two x. Right, bonus, it alternates between bonus and ransom doubling, uh, and it it'll hold between balls. And so, if you've played a multi ball, if you've played a multi ball recently, and you've had a lot of balls in the pops, that ransom is going to be beefy. And if you can like go to a playfield promotion and get a four x, uh, you can do a two three hundred million ransom easy. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I don't like your chances against uh, Keith on. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, but I, I'd but love to try it. Maybe, maybe beforehand you go in and you misalign the flippers a little bit. Maybe get that upper flipper a little weak. Yeah. So it can do the Steve Ritchie drain and yeah, maybe uh, you know, and on any given day, right? He's he doesn't win thankfully every single tournament. Only most most of them. Well, and he's green again. He's he's beaten. He's never lost a match. To anybody, right? He, he's green across the board on the all I, green. On the, oh yeah, all green, all green, all greens. Yes, it's turning into the uh, Keith Elwin tribute show here. It is. <laughs> Caller, what's your talk about Keith Elwin? <laughs> we uh, and you know Keith's a good a good friend of ours, and yep. uh, he's he's been in. It's, he, in fact, I'm looking right now. One of we have two great peers, uh, large guard dogs who guard our sheep on the farm. And uh, it's Adelaide, where my wife and I met, and Elwin is the name of our white <laughs> peer. I'm sure he appreciates and that. He does, actually. And, and uh, you know, I'll often send him a picture, and it'll be like, here's Dog Elwin. You know, Dog Elwin likes cats, hangs out with cats, and, and Human Elwin also likes cats. So I, I told him it would okay if he, if he got a cat and named it Lefkoff, that <laughs> yeah. we would be okay with that. So. See, we got name. We can actually start naming our animals after our favorite pinball players. Yeah. Wow. You could. Okay. 
<laughs> I, I tried to convince my wife that they should be named L, Elwin and Chats, but I could not sell them on Chats as a name for a dog. It is hard. Oh, that, that, would is been, hard. that would have been the ultimate. That would have been really, really cool. The dog chats. Yeah. The chat. Wait, wait, what? Asher finds that funny. (laughs) Excellent. Sometimes he acts like a 14 year old kid. I know. Jeez Louise, what the heck's wrong with you? Yeah. I know. know. (laughs) But you don't act it. You really don't act your age. You actually acted very professional after winning. You know, you got excited, but you came right over and you, you shook. You shook the second place guy, that that old fart. Now you can you can put him in you know, into the record books. You know, as ah, he couldn't win the next one, but uh, you did really. You were very professional and very above what most you see. Most people, you you do see that where it's actually funny. Some people don't go over and shake people's hands anymore. Really, and I've huh. seen a lot a lot lately. Like they rage leave. No, they're not rage leave. They're just like oh, good job, and walk away. The thing as a parent of with Escher, because you see a lot of bad actors and, you know, a lot of it's in the moment. But our, our big, big thing here is we take responsibility for our drains, mm-hmm. because as a youngster, Escher would see these guys and we're, you know, here's the 200 reasons that ball drained and not one of them was my fault. It was the flippers are too weak. There's not enough light. The, it was a house ball, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like. No, now that we have overhead video, we can go back and watch. And I'll show you the moment where you screwed up. You deserve that drain. And I say that a lot when I'm commentating. That's a well-deserved brick drain. You missed the shot, the ball drained. That's correct. You're, you're out of control, flailing around, and the ball drains. And to see people get so angry at that, you know, it's like, wow, we're, we're incredibly privileged to get to enjoy this game of pinball you got to enjoy it in the moment. And I've been guilty, too, because I'm, I'm real intense and, and when the adrenaline's flowing. But uh, try really hard, especially once I realize that Escher is watching and is going to do everything I do. Really try to be a good sport at all times and recognize pinball is a cruel mistress. Mm-hmm. And the pinball gods are they love irony. And they if they can screw you in the most ironic way, they will. And you just got to, you know, sit back and smile and appreciate it, that we live in in a universe that can be this random and you can see shit that happens on a pinball machine you'll never see anywhere else. I had four balls drain out a Wheel of Fortune four different ways all at once. And it was this perfect moment of synchronicity. It's like, wow, the universe is one. It's truly random. That was awesome. Yeah. Of course, now I've lost my double stack multi ball, but you know that's yeah. that's secondary. So we we always take that's a big thing, right? We take responsibility for our drain. If we're not playing well, then we own it. And yep. uh, for God's sakes, always shake your opponent's hand. And when they win, congratulate them. Yeah. Even if you oh, think yes. that they're not as good as you, it's like in that moment on that game, they were better than you, no matter what you think about yourself. So. Yep. When I lost that, when I lost alignment, I actually said, "Come over here. I want to take a picture of this." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like surprised, and like, "Like, no, 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 come on!" And it, we, he, he actually smiled and everything, and we were great. We had a good time. And guess what? That's the fun part of it. That is the fun part about pinball. It is, and and so I, you know, and there's a some people get a reputation, and if I see someone like the thing that really pisses me off is I'm sitting in line at Papa, right? I'm waiting 45 minutes to an hour to play a game because that's the nature of pump and dump now. 
right? And I see a guy rage tilt ball three, you know, and this is even this isn't even a, a five a five game ticket that's been ruined. This is a single game. Get back in line, do it again. Uh, and it's like, man, don't rage tilt and pump it up. You got the next guy, and now he's going to sit here and he's going to have to wait an extra two or three minutes while the tilt bob settles, and you look like a fool. And yep. inevitably, every time they're always like, oh, I wasn't rage tilting. I was trying to save the ball. It's like, no, you weren't. There's a camera, dumbass. I'm watching. The ball was gone. You rage tilted, right? And then they're like, oh, okay, sorry. You know, and it, so I try to be nice about it, right? And point it out. It's like, we don't do that. You know, this is, you might do that in your league or, you know, down at the 7 Eleven or whatever. There's probably aren't any 7 Elevens with pinball machines anymore, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but in the circuit level events, it's like, God, you know, act like you've been there. You know, don't, Rage still don't cough and drop the game. It you know have some consideration a for the guy who's lent the game to be in the bank, and b because of all the people behind you waiting to play, and now you've just rage tilted out. So you know take responsibility for your drain. Get back in line. Hear that, Bruce? No more rage tilting. I rage rage tilt only when I I actually (laughs) wait. The last time I rage tilt was a while ago, but honestly. I plunged three times and got no hits on the flippers. Okay, what game was it? It was Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, okay, I guess within it, it's within the realm of possibility. Did you get it in the scoop all three times? Yes. So the kick That's out the, in the scoop killed you three times. It actually kick off the, the pop bumpers, pop uh-huh. around a little bit. Sometimes yeah. it hit the spinner and uh-huh. just die off the spinner, the center yeah. spinner. And then sometimes it bounce off and then right down. I actually looked at it and just went, it's my own game. So I'm, I kind of feel like, I was like, <laughs> give it a love shove. I problem with you rage tilt in your own game. That's good. Yeah. Especially, it's like, come on, game. I know. You're it's like. Tournament. I've brought you here. Don't me a bone. What, what other one, Ron? Remember Pinberg? I can't remember which game it was, but I had the five house ball game. Oh, yes, you did. Yes. Yeah, that was great. It was like an EM. I can't rem- I've never had that happen. All the years I played, I've never, I literally never touched Monaco. the ball. Was yeah, it Monaco? Monaco better. I mean, it, yeah. It, yeah, it might have been Monaco. I, I just know, and I'm trying, you know, I'm, a, I'm one who doesn't necessarily believe in house balls either. It's like, oh, I got a house ball. I need to plunge differently. I need to plunge harder. <laughs> I need to plunge easier. I need to hit something else. And I plunge yeah. different all five times. And all five times it drained in different areas, and I never hit any of them. No, actually, no, the last nice. fifth ball, I tried a slap save, and I barely got a piece of it on the way down the middle. Yeah, if you got a piece of it, you probably could have saved it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I should have shoved it more, and so I could, <laughs> I could have tilted and fail, failed with honor. But <laughs> I've never had that happen before, so that, that was a great Pinberg moment. You know, then that happened certainly in, what, seven Pinbergs now. There's lots of those moments. Oh, um, yeah. But again, it's and I try, you know, and I've been guilty of it, too, where I have really bad things. For me, it was like I had all I had to do was shoot the right ramp on ACDC to start a multi-ball that would have brought, you know, gotten me going to, to come back. And I, you know, missed it like four or five times. You can just feel the ball's out of control. It's like, just give it back to me on the flipper one more time. I swear to the pinball gods, I won't miss it again. And then, of course, you know, you get a sling drain and it's yep. so frustrating. It's like, wow, I had it on the flipper and I couldn't start multi-ball. Uh, and it's, it is, it's upsetting in the moment and, and you know, you're angry, but at the same time, it's <sighs> deep breath. It's all it's only a game. It's only a game. 
greatest place in the world right now where we're having, you know, we're with our friends and we're having this remarkable, we're getting to enjoy this remarkable game that we all love. And uh, we got to appreciate the moment for what it is. And yeah, the bad, it's pinball, you know, it's going to happen and uh, embrace it. That's, that's my thing. We just yeah. embrace the, uh, embrace the wonder of it. Um, and you see a lot of, like Josh Sharp. He's 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 awesome at that, right? As you know, he wants that championship so bad. I I saw him and it was uh, I want to say yeah, it was Pinburg semifinals back when it was still at the pop up facility. He had uh, he was going to get to the final four. He had it in bonus on the EM, and the game tilted like true like phantom tilt, uh, and he had it in bonus, and it was like oh my god, like the crowd gasped and Josh bent down, he picked up his water, he took a drink, and he sat down. And I was like, how? later on, I asked, I was like, how, how could you do that? How could you just walk away and not just, like, yell and scream and rage? And he's like, yeah, you know, been there, done that, seen it, seen it before, see it again. So yep. that's, I've always, I've always remembered that. And it's like, wow, we really should emulate that. That's, that should be our reaction. But it's a, it's a work in progress. We could all improve. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The way I do it is I just really don't know what's going on a lot of the time. That's Bruce will tell you. <laughs> I'm amazed at how many people that's true. It's like, hey, you don't want to know what score you need to get? No, no, no. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't know if I'm to that level, but I'll look at what the score is. But, like, I don't watch my opponents. I don't I'm, – I'm playing the game. Yep. Unless I get up there and it's like – let's say if it's Iron Man, it's like, oh – I only need to hit the ramps to beat this this score That's here, right. so I'm going to go for yeah. that. But most of the time, it's 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 so similar to golf, which I also play. I mean, you're playing the course, you're playing the game. Yep, it's uh, golf though. It's a little it's a little more self evident how your opponents are doing, at least in your group, right? I mean, you you see them well, sitting yes. twenty yards ahead of you or hundred yards ahead of you. But yes, no, I I'm and I'm very much the same when I play. I don't really I don't like to watch other people play. Whenever I do, I'll, you know, you see them get these in lanes or they'll 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 appear to be out of control one timing the ball a lot as we say and uh it'll it just aggravates me. It's like, "Oh my god, I don't want to see this." Uh and so I'll walk away and, you know, think about what I want to do. Pinburg might be a little different just cuz if I'm playing later like what's the game doing? Because I have no idea. And what yeah, this game and, you, does. and no you really, clue. especially if you're playing something you don't know and you're not familiar with, you really want to get a, a read on it yeah, or at yeah. least an idea of what the, other people. The crazy are doing. thing though is if you play many friggin' Papas and Pinbergs, after a while it's like, oh, the Quicksilver. Well, unless they yep. drastically changed it, I kind of know how it's probably going to play. It's, I it's funny this they have they three don't zillion times. It all anymore. <laughs> it's it's so great to get. I had twice this this Pinberg just now that went. I played the same group that I played the year before, and yep. I improved on both. I learned uh, Quicksilver was actually that group: Judge Dredd, Quicksilver, uh, X Men. And what was the fourth one? It was a, it was a Sonic, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, um, Space Race. Space, Space Race. Race. Yeah. Yep. And and I hate I hate Space Race with all that metal and the clunkiness of it. But by golly, I know how to play it. It's yeah. like, okay, no, no tricks. I'm just flailing away because you can't do tricks on this thing. It'll kill you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I had a really good round. I play better on the games where I get to play, which is why I generally do well in Pump and Dump. If I can learn a game and get a chance to play it over and over and then get to play it again in the finals, uh, I'm really comfortable. The, the whole Pinberg play a game you've never, you know, potentially have never played before. 
it's a much harder it's a much harder skill and most players struggle with it at some point there's only a few there's only three players who have made the eight division cut every year uh and that does not include zach sharp he missed the cut uh that does not include josh sharp he missed the cut keith ellen yorian engelbrechtin and uh only one other probably jim belcito maybe uh i forget but that's it right everyone else has had that pinberg where you know bank of games group of players you hit a player who's hot that round you know it'll it it drives you it drives you batty but we've also done what seven eight pinbergs now you're right there are very few games i haven't played at least once i uh i I take last on big game every time i've done it four years so if big game's in my group i know that i'm playing for nine points not 20 (laughs) (laughs) big game's awesome i just streamed that and it's funny because i was uh i got to papa the day earlier for for uh for circuit finals back when they did circuit finals there. And I camped out on that big game. It's like, okay, you and me, we got, and I played it like 20 times and, and terrible games. Every time I'm shooting for the spinner, I'm keeping track of everything. I even learned the esoteric, ridiculous card rules (laughs) and the different banks and the X, Y, Z's and all of that. And that's just, there's just something about the double flipper. It just, I don't like it. Not a fan. Not a fan. In fact, I'm going to, I might use that for my, uh, if we ever get to that segment. We will. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really? Wow. Dissing big game. I love the four flippers. Because they, they all have specific shots that they're designed yeah. for. It's, no, it's not I, like I a that. lot of the games where they just put the four flippers down there in whatever weird arrangement. And you're trying to like, why did they do this? Just to make it harder to flip. But when you do a slap save and then the upper flipper rejects, uh-uh, no slap save for you. That's annoying. When it clips when you're cradled on the lower on the lower right and all you want to do is hit that far left spinner and when you drop the flippers the upper one just gives the ball a little love tap yeah yeah those are the things oh i love that <laughs> i use that to like i do alley passing on that which you got to time oh a yeah little, you got to time it yeah, a little yeah. differently but you can do i can do alley pass on the upper flippers to get it to the other yep. side you know they, you can do all kinds of crazy stuff with those flippers so I, I, do, I, I hate that right out lane. It's so it's so arbitrary, right? That it'll, oh, it'll yes. drain you three, four times in a row, and then oh, I think I'm going to go in lane to a cradle three times here. Whale on the spinner, you know, and for no apparent reason. It's all metal. There's nothing to really work with. There's not a rubber there. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. Well, <laughs> well, you mentioned it, so let's do it. Games you like, games you hate. All right, Escher, you want to go first? So what do we, how does this work? You just say each. What's a what's a game 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 you love? Game I love Game of Thrones. Can take it against anyone except for Keith Owen and Zach. <laughs> Asterix. Um, what's and your high What's your high score on it? Thirteen bills. 13. Oh my god! Nice. And that was like the first day we got it. Yeah, well, so <laughs> the second day we got. You it. did the thing. Did that was when we had post extra pulp. Yeah, it was it was set factory, so yeah. it was pretty easy. I can still get an eight build. What's the game you don't like? Last Action Hero. I really don't like those really? Data East games. I, they're just, really? I, I have never really had a good experience on Last Action Hero. Really? Yes. That, that wow. hurts my feelings. I kind of have you seen the movie before? No. I, I tell them about the movie a lot. How has all these cheats? The, the Golden Ticket. Yeah. yeah. That's a great. It's a. We're gonna go. We're gonna watch. Uh, we're gonna watch that tomorrow. There you go. 
Okay, is it my turn or do you it's guys your go? Turn, Dad. Go ahead. Go Dad. by age. No, let's go by age. I think uh, Bruce goes Ron, next. Then. No, Ron would be next. Yeah. Ron, how old are you, Ron? Younger than Bruce. Wow. <laughs> All right. Game I like, and I just played this yesterday. Actually, I like, I like it's a bowling theme game. It's old EM three hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. won Turkey Fest. Yeah, I actually won, a EM, won an EM tournament in Colorado on a three hundred. Love nice. that game. What I wish they would do is the, the balls in the back box, just actually paint them black so they actually look like bowling balls because they look more oh. like basketballs. You know, you could probably you could sell a mod on eBay for 200 bucks that could probably turn them black just take the balls and paint the them black and sell them as a mod. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, when you play 300, do you, uh, if you're on the right flipper, do you shoot for the collect or do you shoot for the spinner? Uh, the one I was playing on, I usually do the collect because the spinner is very early. Very yeah, early it is a super play. early, but that spinner can really build up the bonus quick. And sometimes it goes into the it sometimes goes into the yeah. collect anyway. So I always that that's the one thing I struggle with on that game when I'm on the right and I got to flip. Do I go into the spinner or do I try and get the collect? I usually just shoot it up to the collect, and but you know. And I like the weird right lane stuff. I always like that. The waterfall. Uh, they, uh, yeah, I think, yeah. What is it? Scuba or one of those other EMs I play had something like that, where it just comes uh, down. And, uh, centigrade. Centigrade. That's it. Centigrade. Thirty-seven. That. Yep. I always like that for just when it gets near the end. Okay, which way is it going to go? How am I going to have to yep. do this to save it? Let's see. Game I hate. Pokerino. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna have to get my uh, yeah. IPD it is here. it is one of Liam's <laughs> yeah. super wide body games. Has like four yeah. flippers, and I only played it like once or twice, and it was just bad. It's just the how shots. many did they make? What's uh, the production number on that? They couldn't have been that many. I don't think I've ever seen one. There's, Does Papa have one? Papa has one. I don't. I've never seen it. At the yeah, I've, I've only yeah, seen it a couple of times. Like an Allentown show yeah, or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like one of those shows. Yep. And yeah, so we don't just get like, shows like that. it's like this thing is because it's it's wide, wide, like like Stellar yeah, Wars like... wide. <laughs> you know, and it just it's just boring, slow. The shots are suck. It's just it did nothing for me. Excellent. Your turn, Bruce. Game I hate. South Park. Well, you. Not gonna, you know, you're gonna not gonna. Not too many dissenters there, Chris. <laughs> nope, just, uh, just boring, boring, boring. Hey, repeat. You, some stories. you know, though, just to to give it a little uh, credit, I think it's a well themed game. Oh, I, that one. That's why I'm gonna make it my game. I like also this week. Oh, because I like the sounds and I like the humor of it. I just hate the shot, you know, just the hit, hit, you know, hit the toilet four times or hit Cartman four times. And guess what? You're in, you know, you got, you got the multi-wall, you got stuff going on. It's just, uh, but the sounds and just the fart jokes and everything like that, that's, that's humor. I like that. That, that actually gets me going for it. So and it's just like at the start with chef saying, Hey kids. And they all say, Hey chef. And yep. each of their shots light up. Yep. Yep. It, I, I think it's a above average. I definitely give it a, a minus for, Theme bringing together, yes. Um, but you're right. Gameplay is a is an is an yeah. F. Yes. Although it's, it's fun to grind out two, you know, twenty or thirty Kilkennys in a row for the victory. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> did you ever see the topper though with the 
this pinball is should not be played by anyone or something actually says on the topper. <laughs> I always thought that was funny. I've only Display seen the topper a couple of times, but <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Cause that's what the show says. You know, the show is offensive and should not be seen by anyone. So they did that for the topper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So have you used the, uh, have you used the trick before of picking the same game for both the game you hate and the game you love? Yes. And Ron has too. Yeah. I, uh, I pioneered that. I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't aware that that was a. Uh, uh, it's a very rarely used rule, but sometimes game you like and game you hate will go in that same. Well, Josh Sharp book. did it. He had to yes. steal my gimmick. Yes, he did. Uh, he, he, and used, he picked Hand. He used. <laughs> he used Demo Man. He had like no, Twilight de- Zone too. Demo yeah, Man. Yeah. What is Demo Man with the claw disabled is a game you liked, and game, Demo Man with the claw enabled is a game you hated. <laughs> Oh, well played. Yes, that's uh, that's a that's an excellent point. Yep. And then he said Twilight Zone also. Yeah, that was mind blowing. Yeah. Yes, he had Twilight Zone. Because in, tur- no, in, in tournaments, he ha- in tournaments he hates yeah. it. But oh, in the- well, he lost to Escher in the yeah. uh, playoff to get to the Papa Finals. So excellent. The Trash Talker Invitational. So what is that a real thing or are you guys just, is it a oh, no, thing or no it's a real competition it's a charity tournament and are those people really all coming because oh, yeah. you were you were propping Raymond up for a while oh no 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 Raymond's not we tried you know we tried he, he but, you know terrible at trash talking he's he's not a trash talker no 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 but we tried and Raymond's a great friend of the show but, and he's but it's yeah it's a real tournament though it was yes. going to happen is it going to be streamed. I don't know. I think I think Chuck does stream. He, so he's yes. got yeah. Chuck has a streaming rig, so he should be streaming something. And when yes. when is it? Because you guys have been talking about it it's a lot. Friday. It's Friday. This Friday. It'll yes. be this Before Friday. Expo. Oh, okay. Yep. So we should we should plug that. Let's see. Yeah. What is it? It's going to be this Friday, October sixth. Yes. And we have two Tim Balls. Tim Balls. Uh, Tim Sexton. Yep. And Scott Wilson from New York take on the new the New Englanders. Okay, game. well, so I'll, I'll yeah, we'll look forward to the Trash Talkers Invitational. Does yes. it have the rules online somewhere? I think it does on the the Facebook page. Yes, and there's going to be a new development coming up very soon. Oh, is this a reveal? Well, I could reveal it. The reveal is going to be. Hold on, I'm going to I'm going to go to my post. He's actually going to be selling positions in a tournament. You can actually pay a hundred dollars and be the number one seed, and a hundred dollars will go towards the charity. Oh, so it's an auction for seeding. Yes, and also pick your opponent. You can pay pay money towards. Ooh, that's with with Bowen in the field. That could yes. be quite valuable. Uh... Or make a world champion play one handed for twenty five dollars. Yeah, you're gonna lose to Bowen one handed anyway. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, he's as he's he's probably ninety seven percent as good one handed as two handed. But it's all going to good cause. That's Project Pinball. Project Pinball, yes. Excellent. Well, that's great that that's, uh, that's a good charity fundraiser. So I hope you guys have a lot of fun there. Uh, so I still get to do my games that I uh, love. Yes, sir. Uh, so the game I love, I'm going to go with CSI. I think it's, it's, uh, it doesn't get a lot of love. It's a relatively low production number because I think they cut it off after they realized it was a dud. Uh, I want to say there was only like 1,100 made. And that they stopped the production midline. Uh, the thing I love about the game is this is a lot of people don't realize this. There are three different multi balls in the game. Yes, there is. And each multi ball was programmed by a different programmer because it was done sort of by committee. Uh, so Lyman 
did one of the multi-balls. Keith P. Johnson, when he was working at Stern, did another one of the multi-balls. And Lonnie Ropp did one of the multi-balls. So the uh, exercise for the user at home, and it's ridiculous to think anyone is still listening, but in case you are, figure out which multi-ball each one of the designers did because you can kind of figure it out by their style. Josh Sharp told me all this. I didn't know anything about this. Hmm. And it's actually, it's a great game. Uh, it's a game that was in the Papa A Bank in 18, the, the one year I, I uh, qualified, and it was on my ticket every time, and uh, I played it. I felt like it played really easy, but everyone else seemed to struggle with it. So I just, I have one. I got a, a home use only. Somebody sold one and they had only played it like a hundred times. Got it for like three grand. So I love my home use only CSI. Uh, still play it all the time. Really enjoy it. And I have still never gotten all three lights to light up in the same game. Getting the super at microscope and skull. Uh, skull super is not that hard, but microscope super is one of the hardest super jackpots in all of pinball. You have to get so many intermediate jackpots and there's so many things to do there. It's a very complicated multi-ball hint, hint. But anyway, and, and that, that it has this, uh, you know, this, this weird that, you know, it wasn't just one person programming it. It was by group, but lots of great programmers. So uh, that's the game I love. Okay. Uh, anybody going to say anything bad about CSI? No, I actually Good. like it. <laughs> oh, excellent. Um, there's some great quotes, uh, too, and I'm not a big fan of the show, but there's some really funny quotes. The playfield was almost by committee. That was the one that uh, mm. Lawler did most of, then he quit, right. and it was finished by Borg. So I don't know how yep. much of it is how much of it is Lawler well, and how a, much of it is Borg. There's an upper left flipper, the little flipper, so, you know, that's Lawler 101. Yes, yes. Yep. So what software do you have on there? Do you have the Papa version? I do have the popper version. Okay. I even have, I even, Lyman was playing around with maybe making a few changes and I have a couple experimental versions. But yes, I have the, you can't do the Kaylee because of course the great exploit on, uh, it's all about uh, bonus multiplier on that game. You can get it up to 15X. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you pre-switch, you can alley pass and finish your 15X before starting your game, which is what Kaylee used to do. And so for the Papa version, any switch immediately validates playfield no matter what uh which is funny when you have the the it takes the skill you can't do the skill shot anymore because there's a there's a switch on the on the right feed the switch validates playfield so you've lost your skill shot because the skill shot's supposed to be the first shot but you can still get the skill shot if you somehow get it to a flipper without hitting a switch and then bank shot it off the right edge of the uh center ramp and have it go into the morgue shot without hitting a switch. So it's it's a true super skill shot now with the new ROM. Nice. Um, which is, I think it was an unexpected side effect, but it's pretty fun that way. So games I hate. I, I love all games. And I've, I've coached Escher whenever people, whenever in interviews they say, hey, what's your favorite game? He always says, oh, the game I'm going to play next. Yep. And it's funny. Some of them get it. Oh, that's really cool. And some are like, well, what game is that? <laughs> you know, yikes! And it's like, okay, then. Uh, and so we really try to, and, and as my pinball life coach, Donovan step has told me that even if you're on a game, you hate find something about the game. You like, doesn't matter what it is, a spinner shot, just find something because all that negative energy of, Oh, I hate you're just dooming yourself to have a bad game. And maybe you'll have the greatest game of your life and suddenly you won't hate it anymore. So I really try not to hate any game. 
But that said, I'm picking big game because I have never never gotten a single point in Pinburg in 12 opportunities, an entire round now of of big game. And uh, I've never had any luck. And my opponents always seem to, who flip well, always seem to have better outcomes than I do. So clearly it's something I'm doing wrong. But uh, yeah, yeah, big game for me. (laughs) (laughs) that's funny love it so bruce are you gonna try to find more positive things about games now i will like barbed wire there's got to be something about barbed wire that's good Ooh, that's a tough one (laughs) (laughs) see (laughs) you know there's that transfer shot from the lower play field to the upper play field or yeah i I don't know i got nothing it's bad cool center toy come on you don't like that? The fat guy thing, whatever that is? No? Big, uh, the big mojo guy, you know, yeah. Uh, no. Like Big Hurt, isn't that a cool glove? Isn't that a cool toy? <laughs> they spent a lot of money to make that. I don't think I've ever played Frank Thomas. You're, you're a lucky man. A lucky man. man. Yeah. I got a, there's a, my electrician here in Colorado got picked up a home use only one and he was all excited. He was, he was made his, made his day. Yeah, I just fail on that one. He he had a list. He sent me a list of games he was interested in. All the others were like a list. I'm like, oh, these are you're not gonna have uh, any luck. And then I saw Frank Thomas on there. I was like, oh, you might be able to find one of these if you look. And he did. So, you know, to each his own. Yep. Oh, totally. We're out. Uh, we're really digging, dialed in. Uh, Esther and I go up to Lions. They have one. Uh, we will go to Lions specifically and just play a couple games each on it. Ron's had his almost a month and hasn't played one game on it yet. Oh, come on. Why? That's oh, okay. not true because I have protectors on the way. And I, I got them this week, Bruce, and put them in. Ooh, so you got them ahead of And I played some games before this this podcast, like right oh, before we started. Does it affect the ability to shoot the no. like the start? No. It's not a nope. – you don't get clipped. No, I made sure I it, it's, it's thin enough where it will not reject out of the, the phone. I love the Big Bang rule. It's uh, it's such a great risk-reward secondary strategy on any of the modes. Yes. And, yes, it is. And then the huge that you got to go all in and pick up that SIM card because it's just, you know, when you drain with that SIM card lit, it's like, oh, we need a Bowden dictionary term for that because it's such a missed opportunity <laughs> to multiply the rest of your – especially on ball one. There's no worse drain now than dialed in with your SIM card lit and you drain. It's like, oh, that could have right, been – I screwed myself up. I got to got this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hopefully you stopped recording a long time ago. And nope. this is all just chit-chat. Nope. Oh, my it's all going to be on there. Oh, good. That's the whole point of the podcast. It's it's more conversational. It is. We like to have people. Yeah. On- and, you know, if, if you ever want to talk about competitions and com- competitive pinball, you just give Vesher and I a call because we we love it and we love talking about it. Mm-hmm. And we, we do it all the time given an opportunity. We would love to have you on again because we actually I enjoyed myself. Oh, well, that's nice to say. Oh, that's my daughter getting. We, I gotta get them fed. It's it's getting late and no problem. I, I thought it was Elwin knocking stuff over, possibly. No, Elwin's <laughs> out. Uh, he's he's chewing on a bone out there. We'll end on this story. So this guy is opening an arcade in Tennessee. He Facebook friended me and told me that he was opening this arcade and he would like to have a that he had this poster made of Escher and he would like uh, he he wanted my permission to have the poster up in his arcade to show kids that. You know, hey, even kids play pinball, and you look, this kid won the world championship. 
And I said, wow, that's really, really cool. If you send me a copy of the poster, I'll get Esther to sign it for you. Uh, and he did, and he made it. He got an extra one made, so Esther has one in his room. And uh, Esther signed the poster, and I took a picture of it, and we mailed it back to him. And uh, so that's you know, thirty seconds of fame there. So there's somewhere there's an arcade somewhere in Tennessee with a picture of uh, Papa Twenty Champion Esther Lefkoff signed. What did you say on the signature? Do you remember? I have no idea. You don't remember what you said. I just say, you know, good luck. Good luck with your arcade, or yeah. keep keep on flipping. Right. Keep on flipping. You pinball wizard. Pinball oh, wizard. There you go. That's a nice uh, original one. Well, we thank you for your time. You guys have been great. Uh, we'll great. see what the response is, but I, I suspect we won't be allowed back on. Uh, you GA thought. <laughs> you you watch. Steve Bowden will post on Fun with Bonus this all the time all right we'll see whether he actually uh you know adds this one along because uh not just anyone it's a fun with bonus mention so no and he loves when we talk about tournaments we got a uh we got steve gave us a ride from uh we were at pinburg (laughs) we we were in the steve's car uh from the place where you had to pre-register the night before at the new what's that place called the cafe with the pinball machines that doug and Uh, elizabeth We went there to straight from the airport, and then uh, Steve was kind enough to give us a ride to the uh, Weston. So we got to we got to hang in his car in the Bowden Mobile, which was uh, that was very cramped. Yeah, it was. He was <laughs> Steve really uh, travels well, loads up for the tournament. So that was it was cool to see the inside of his car. That's our brush with greatness there. We got to be in Steve Bowden's car. Always be cashing. <laughs> ABC baby. <laughs> Well, thank you again, guys. All right. Hey, thanks. It's been fun. And we'll see you at Expo, yeah? Uh, not me. Ron, you'll yeah, see. Yeah, I'll be there. All right. Well, I'll say hi to Ron. And uh, how about uh, Indisc? When, when, what's your next tournament, Bruce? Oh, God. I'm actually opening a bar, so I am, like, oh. tapped out now. So you'll I'm be actually... having pins at the bar? Yes, sir. So you'll be having a circuit-level tournament there, I would love, you know, not circuit level, but I, you know, I help out with the Buffalo pinball one all the time. I bring oh, okay, games. Yep. That, so. We might try and make it up there sometime. It's a good time. Uh, it's a the place in Colorado. Yeah. The place they have up there is 62 games. So it's yeah, it looks, good. it looks really cool. And uh, everyone seems to really like it up there. So where else can you play a star Wars and a star Wars LE? Yeah. In the same yeah. building. In the same <laughs> building. Not around here. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, thank you again, guys. You have a great night. Yep. You too. We'll let you go, and we'll we'll stay on and do our plugs. Yes. Right. Bye. Bye, Esther <laughs> and Esther's dad. Pinball news, or news of the week. We have a definite reveal for Jersey Jack Pinball at Expo. Yep, the Buffalo guys are going to be uh, doing the reveal. Uh, Kevin Manny and uh, Nick Lane will be streaming on Twitch on their channel, uh, Buffalo Pinball. So check them out. We get to see the game firsthand in better quality than we did last year. That won't be hard. No, it will not. Periscope sucks. Periscope sucked, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing. So so do you think Stern is going to have Batman 66 code? Yes. Think it's gonna be fin- okay, they've, already, so. they've already talked about it today. Oh, okay. Batman 66 code and Star Wars with not one but two video modes. Oh, lovely. I'm sure you're so happy about that. Uh, shoot me right in the old blank. And wait, multipliers are going to work on the video modes. 
Uh, white. Stop. Stop. Stop with this freaking video mode crap. The game sucks. It sucks. Wow. It suck. I want to play Ghostbusters more. Whoa. Whoa. What does that tell you? Well, I, w- I wouldn't go that far. I will. Uh, wow. Wow. I am a big Steve Ritchie fan, and the past two games have blown chunks. And I, I, it's not Steve's designs. You know, Game of Thrones is okay. But the rules with, with Dwight, it's just killing me lately. I liked them in the past. Ugh, he's just killing it with the stupid... I don't want to play a video game. Okay. Okay. We, Bruce has made his views very clear. Your views that have been, been, been stated on this yes, slam podcast are, are not well, all the same. They're all Bruce's. <laughs> um, yes. Alien. Yes. New software. New code update. And also... Uh, uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation got a code update also. Well, the thing is, Total Nuclear Annihilation got a code update to what? One point? It was already at one point, whatever. It's 1.03. Yeah, Alien's been out for how Years. Long? Yeah, and it finally, <laughs> it's finally up to 1.0. So we're finally out of beta code. Congratulations. Will it run? That's the big thing. I actually drove 754 miles yesterday. You did? I did. I, uh... Packed up my Sea Witch at 4 in the morning, drove down to uh, Middletown, New York, met Stephanie, our own pinball princess, sold her my first Sea Witch, taught her some things. By the time I was two hours away, she had her first couple of problems, which we figured out, all of them. And then about four hours, she killed the left flipper. She killed it? You're blaming her? Well, you know. She just kept on playing it and playing it and playing she it. She played it too it. much. That was the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. But uh, she uh, she killed the left flipper. So we'll continue the story. I was driving along, and I'm like, oh, okay. What's it doing? It's stuck up. I'm like, okay, turn off the power. It's still stuck up. Okay, it's probably mechanical. Let's see if it's bound up. She's like, it's too hot to touch. I'm like, hmm. Okay, let it cool down, see what happens. She's like, it still won't move. Okay. I'm starting to think, like, what can I do? And then 10 minutes later, she's like, oh, Ron just walked in. My buddy Ron came in and tried to save the day. Tried to save the day? Well, I just saw on Facebook that she got the game. Yes. I totally forgot this was happening. She looked so happy. And then they had a post like, they had a post that, you know, that this was, it was delivered to Howard's. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. It was the Orange County pinball guys. And... They were going to be around till 10 p.m. if anyone want to come up and play the new game or new game. And I'm at work reading this, and I go, eh, what the hell? So, of course, then I didn't get out when I wanted to, so I got out late. I, I walk. <laughs> I, I get there. I'm walking up, and I, and I hear people like, what, what is that? Did you hear that? I wonder. It, it could be a bear. <laughs> I got these in the booties. Yeah, yeah. So I walk through the door, and Steph like is, Run! Help me! <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the flipper was um, quite um, foobard. So what actually happened? Did it melt? Uh, yeah, it was, just... it was it was it heated up to the point where the coil sleeve couldn't come out. So H- Howard had another Bally flipper coil. wasn't the, the same one, but it would do for now. He soldered that in, and that that lasted a little bit. Then that died. Because it looks like there was an actual issue with the the coil itself. Like if you if you bent one of the 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 tabs, it would work again. 
Oh, so it was so like some, loose connection some kind of loose connection or break there. So he was Howard was just going to go to the York show the next day and just get the right coil. Okay. Uh, that that was the only thing. I mean, the one flipper was sticking a little. Needs to be looked at. Other than that, it was working. So she just she got immediate um repair mode. Repair mode, yeah. So I was coming over there just to check, you know, just play some games, and it's like, oh, I'm in repair mode. Yeah, that happens to everyone though. So I drove down and I picked up Sea Witch number two. After picking up, I picked up a lot of parts yesterday. I picked up two Bally coin doors and I picked up a hot hand coin door. And I picked up some Demolition Man uh, handles. You interested in that? Extra set. You can go get your one set chromed. No. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I don't do that. They're fine. I know. I'm going to send. I'm going to actually uh, sell them on Pinside and see if anybody needs them. So then I drove from, so yesterday I drove from Middletown, New York, to East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, to York, Pennsylvania, and then back to Rochester. I didn't get home till 10.30 last night. I left at 4 in the morning. 754 miles, but I have another Sea Witch, and unfortunately, I have to drill out both locks on it, and I have to get head bolts for it, because I had none of that. And I don't even know if it works. I don't even know if it works. Okay. Yep. Does it have a ground prong? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I requested it that way. I requested. I'm so happy the one you sold to Stephanie actually had a ground prong on it. I did it because I knew what I heard it from you. So otherwise you wouldn't have done it? Of course not. And you would have let poor Stephanie get shocked? Yes. No, she has, has two machines to actually get shocked. Uh, no, you she don't. Only has one. No, you don't. I would. You well, can get a good tingle. You can get a good tingle, even if it's not, you're not touching no, two machines. God, wussies, all you wussies. So I uh, wait a second. I stopped at the York show to grab the game from one of the vendors inside. I spent the total amount of time at the York show, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Did you even talk to Scott, who was there? Nope. Didn't see him. Our very own Scott. Didn't see JT. I saw a couple people. Hi, how you doing? That's it. Looked at TNA for about two minutes. Went. Looks cool. Looks cool. The line was too long. Kept on moving. Grabbed my game. Threw it in the car and left. Wow. Yep. I would have stayed longer, but oh well. Yeah, I was, I was driving already. Already, I was already on the road for twelve hours by then, and I still had a five-hour trip back. Yeah, you, you need helpers. No, no. That was totally normal weekend for me. Totally normal weekend. Seven hundred miles of of driving for two pinball machines. I got thirty-one miles to the gallon. Wow, that's wonderful, Bruce. See, I'm looking at the perks. Hopefully the Sea Witch is a little nicer. I don't even know. I didn't really even look at it. Wait a minute. You, you bought a Sea Witch. You didn't even look at it. No. You know me. The back glass is peeling on the bottom, so I'll have to get a back glass from John Great Witch. But uh, the play field's a little nicer. The back glass is a little worse. The cabinet's a little worse. But it's a Sea Witch. You can't go wrong with a Sea Witch. Okay. I really, I have nothing to add. <laughs> See, you can't go wrong with it. No, I can't go wrong. So uh, we did play. We did get to play uh, one or two games of Sea Witch. We had a brief period where the left flipper was working. Okay, and and it's it's Sea Witch. It's it's a Sea Witch. Um, yeah. Then we we played we played some Memory Lane, some Three Hundred, some some um, Flash, some what else? Grand Pricks. Yeah. Um, and Aztec, I, I was there at almost 11, of course, even yeah, though it was supposed to be till 10, and, and I got home, like, late, like an idiot, but it's a fun time, man. 
fun time with the pinball princess. Yep. And uh, Hugh Hefner died this week. Yes, he did. Did you know he had he had pinball machines made after him? Did yeah, you know that? three of them. Two or three, I think. Uh, three and almost four. Yes, almost four. That was going to be the Pinball 2000 title after Wizard Blocks. Yep, number four. Dear God, what would that have been like? That would have been interesting. And Monty Hall just died a few minutes ago. Oh, let's make a deal. 96. Oh, okay. He's had a good life. Yeah, he had a good life. He lived well into the bonus round, as I like to say. Yes. He picked door number two this time and got whammoed or boinked. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) I guess he picked the wrong door. (laughs) (sighs) Mail. We got a lot of messages. Uh, We do? We do. Oh, the mail ball bag. Well, first, uh, we got got the picture from... uh, the Brusagon. <laughs> the Brusagon. Uh, yeah. From one of our listeners, Ryan C. from Australia from the Head to Head podcast. Uh, he's in the running for those uh, critical hit decks. And I think I'm going to extend it, not to the 8th now. I'm going to go to the 15th. Well, another one just came in. Oh, it did. You haven't seen it yet. Oh, boy. I haven't because I just. I'm, I'm the woman again. All right. See? <laughs> Let's just say it's it's a future spa, and it has me, you, Tim Sexton, and George Takai in it. Oh, this could be a new home run. Uh, I think it may be a home run. We'll have we'll have to see. Bruce Bruce hasn't seen it yet. I've not seen it yet. Now you're gonna get my true live reaction. Oh, I didn't realize what he did with the score displays. This that takes it to a different level. Okay, here we go. <laughs> George is looking pretty buff there. Yeah, George is, is broiding up big time. Wow. And look, Tim, boy, he's, Tim. Tim's he is ready for the Trash Talker Invitational, <laughs> man. He's going to kick anyone's ass. Yes, he is going to. Slam, tilt, oh my, and then rant. <laughs> wow, I think this is going to be uh, in the running full oh. time. <laughs> look at Run, my hair. Look at my Your gorgeous hand. hair I have. <laughs> <laughs> they love that expression on your face. They keep using that same one. I know they do. <laughs> this is classic. This I is can't good. Wait to... This is good. Can't wait to post this. This is really good. Who can't... who brought this one in? Casey. Casey, great job. Job, Casey. Oh, and he is he is really the guest unofficial third host as well. I will agree. That actually gave you bonus kudo points. No, Tim Saxton, he's talking about. Yes, and everyone knows you got to add George Takai. Oh, my. And then did you see your picture, Ron, when you turned 75? Yes. There's an old guy with a, a Cornholio uh, tattoo on his arm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's yeah, very cool. And uh, I uh, fucked up a couple weeks ago. Uh, again? Okay. Again. Remember when I said quit talking and start talking? Yes. That does not come from 8-Ball Deluxe. What, what does that come from? A Gottlieb. Really? Yes, Q-Ball Wizard. No, it's... it's. Wait a minute. No, that's it's in 8-Ball Deluxe. No, it says uh, Chalk Up. Uh, no, it, it says in 8-Ball Champ, though. I know. In 8-Ball Champ, it does. Yeah, but we're talking about deluxe, and I said in the when we were describing the class of '81 pinball machines, I said quit talking and start chalking. Hmm. Okay. And it's actually from Cue Ball Wizard. No, it's from Eight Ball Champ. 
and eight ball. Cue ball wizard is is well after eight ball champ. I know that. I know that. But that's where I got the quote from. The quote actually came. It did not come from eight ball deluxe. So I failed on that. You one. failed with a Gottlieb. Excellent. Yes. Oh God, it's like poison. And uh, Brett Goodwin talked about uh, George Takai is going to Australia. Everyone. He's going to play Thunderbirds. Yeah, he's going to play Thunderbirds. He defected to the head-to-head podcast. Oh. Never leave Australia now. Oh, my. That was from Brett. Steve Bowden, we must give a big shout-out for, for his picture for the, uh, when we had our battle with the Class of 80 and Class of 81, Stern Bally. He put us as the family feud, and George Sakai was overlooking us up top. Did you notice I was ahead? Yeah, but it was wrong because, you know, we were talking about the class of 81. The, well, no, we did 82. I know, but we 81 was first, and, you know, I was ahead on the first whatever, one. Whatever, so. whatever. And then uh, Derek uh, Carmanian uh, talked about whether stripping is a good replacement for the target backing. Target backing. What non-traditional items has Ron and Bruce used in a game? Well, I actually had to use gasketing from one of our products I used to make in the old, like, 2000s. It's a thinner bar gasket, but two of them equaled one of our normal bar gaskets for the lockdown bars. So I got about 10 boxes of that, and I'm down to, like, seven boxes now, and I keep on replacing all my bar gaskets. What's a bar gasket? Do you mean the beer seal? The beer seal, bar gasket. Oh, okay. That's actually what the box calls it as, bar gasket. Okay. So, uh, yes. I use weather stripping actually to prevent back glass rattle. Mm, good idea. Uh, I think that's it. Just, everyone was laughing at me doing only my 15 minutes at the York show. I was laughing at you. Hey. So let's see. We have one email, and it pertains to your little trip. What trip would that be? Your, your sea witch. Your 754 miles of uh, sea witch fun. It's from the Pinball Princess. What's the title? It says Squee Witch. Squee Witch. Hail Slam Tilt Podcast. Thank you. 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 Thank you to Bruce, as I am sure he has said already, probably at least twice, helping me get my first ever pinball machine. The saga of getting that Sea Witch has to be one of my new favorite stories, closely seconded by the related story of how it was Sea Witch number one of two Sea Witches acquired in a span of 30 minutes. Because Bruce. Because Bruce. I'm still slightly in shock that she's mine. A good shock, mind you. And thank you to both of you for your help with her. As you're both quite aware, I learned just how true it is that being the proud owner of a pinball machine means having to prepare for the possibility of something going wrong every half hour or so. Well, that's what happens when you have a 1981 pinball machine. Well, 1980, that, yes. Uh, it, but uh, that was, you know, not used for a while. I did redo a lot of repairs on it, you know, some connectors, and I actually replaced the whole flipper assembly. But the other side flipper assembly just went, but we'll find out in a few minutes. From the innocuous, well, that's odd, to the, oh, lovely, I smell burning. You both were very patient and helpful, both remotely and in person. I would be remiss to not also thank the guys of the Orange County Pinball Club. Without guys like Howard and JT, I would, for one, still think a coil sleeve was the paper wrapper around the coil. And (laughs) two, be short a working coil. Shout out to Bally and Stern for having the same parts. You'll you'll be liking that. Oh, you'll love that. 
Honestly, all of you highlight how wonderful the pinball community can be, and I'm thankful that people are willing to help out. I am so stoked to play my very own Sea Witch. Learning to fix her and take care of her on my own is a little intimidating. Precious. <laughs> Precious. I'll admit, <laughs> but I'm only intimidated by my own inexperience. I am at present determined to learn how she works and make her work as well as I can. It will probably take me a long time to be comfortable with, say, disassembling the drop targets, but I am confident that in time I will be able to solder smoothly and handle any problem that comes my way on my own. With a sturdy step stool, of course. <laughs> Steph's a little... Uh, Vertically challenged? Yeah, That's, height department, yes. Honestly, I may as well end my letter here, unless you literally want 2,000 words about how awesome Sea Witch is. I love her so much. It's kind of hard for me to put it into words. Looking forward to seeing if one of you guys joins Timmy in representing the Slam Till podcast and me and representing New York at the Trash Talker. I'm going to try. Yes, he should have tried. Unfortunately, I'm working. I'm working, and it's seven hours from here for me. It's three hours for me. Player yeah. 31915. P.S. 1978 Williams versus Gottlieb's, right? Based on my own limited experience, and not that it's a blowout, Oh boy, what great games, but Gottlieb may have this one, in my opinion. I don't know any of these Williams outside of Phoenix, which is, eh, actually, no. Williams made Disco Fever. It loses. Good day, sir. At least Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Dragon are, uh, oh wait, I'm not a fan of those either. Final opinion. The winner is Stern, because stars. Of course. So thank you, staff. Uh, I'm still looking for centaur trades. Come on. Cheetah, I'm looking for that cheetah. 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 So anybody wants a cheetah? There was some good deals down at York, though, I saw. There was a countdown for six fifty. I would have grabbed that. Scott was playing it. It looked really nice. But I was down there for him. Scott was playing that, but you didn't talk to him? No, I saw it in the pictures. Oh, in a picture. Okay. Scott did not like Star Wars. I don't blame him. He gave it the big thumbs down. Stinker. He had his nose yeah. pinched over. Here's a pinched over his nose. And I have to agree with him. I played it again today in our selfie league. Ugh. I, honestly, it's a game. It's not even fun. Like most games, I'll go. I'll play like, oh, had a great time. Even if I don't make my shots, I, had, I enjoyed it. Star Wars, I'm sitting there going, why do I have to put another four quarters in this thing? No. I don't hate it as much as you do, but I don't hate most things as much as you do. You have a lot of unnatural hate. But I like dialed in, and I like TNA, the look of it. I didn't play it, but I like the look of it. It did look pretty awesome, the artwork. Except for the side art. I don't mind the side art. I like uh, it. See, I, I know what they were going for. They were going for a Bally Midway, mid-80s, you know, generic yeah. side art with the pinball on it. I get it. Yep. But there were some Bally Midway games that had side art, like Heavy Metal Meltdown. Yep. I think they could have put some side art on there. Are you ready to pay some bills? I'm ready to pay some bills. Don't forget our contest. Put our face, mine or Ron's. Or both. Oh yeah, or both in a pinball-related picture. You can post them on our Facebook page or you can email them to us. And uh, one more thing, the bar website is now up and running. And what would that be, Bruce? www.thesilverballsaloon.com Again, that's www.thesilverballsaloon.com www.pinballlifter.com uh, Lifters, tilters, helpers. You can move a dialed in with it. Ask Ron. 
Yep, works just fine. Come check out my website. We do ship all over the United States and Canada, eh? Very bad accent. Very good. Yep. Use your brain, not your back. Lift your pinball machine with ease. Uh, don't forget, pinball star Joe Newhart. He is right now probably cleaning up from York. He has uh, He's selling TNAs. He is selling uh, Houdini pinball. He's also selling all the spooky line, and he is selling... Uh, Jersey Jack with the new dialed in and Ron got his own Jersey Jack from him. So definitely check them out. He's a great person to deal with. Also uh, flipper fidelity, Mike Pupo. He sells the best sound systems for your pinball machines. He also sells brand new Stern in box and he also sells Stern factory authorized mods. Check him out at flipper, flipper fidelity.com. And don't forget, we get no money for this. We do it out of the goodness of our heart. That's our good karma. And don't forget to check out members of the Slam crew, such as Steve Bowden, Fun with Bonus, Tim Sexton. Just look for Tim Balls on YouTube and Twitch. We can be reached at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Please send correspondence there. And hate mail. And, and hate mail to Bruce, yes. Which we haven't gotten lately. I, yeah, I've been come on. Where's the hate? I've been pretty good. I, I, people are loving me, I think, lately. That's because I'm editing all the really offensive stuff you say out. Yeah. We can be breached on Facebook. Just search for Slam Tail Podcast. We're also on YouTube. Just search for Slam Tail Podcast. We're also on Twitch. And this has been episode 63, Revenge of the Pink Panther. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't that my line? I'm actually going to try to take over the hosting duties once in a while. Hey. Anarchy. 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 Yes. Dissension among the uh, the two hosts. The ranks. The ranks. I wonder if that would make the, it more interesting. We'd like hate each other and just bust each other on every show. Unfortunately, I can't do that because you are my brother. Aww. 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 So thanks, everybody, for listening to this week's podcast. Thank you, Escher. And thank you, uh... Escher's dad. <laughs> Say goodbye, Bruce. Bye, Brett Goodwin. Oh my.